Welcome back to Around the Couch, an NFL podcast from the DVR Podcast Network. Check us out at DVRpodcast.com. Our feed should be up on the iTunes pretty soon, maybe with this podcast. We'll see. We can figure it out. If so, drop us a review. Hit us with some stars, but it's better when you write something. You can do that on Spotify as well. Uh, we'll get up there too. We got a lot to talk about. I'm Axel, of course. I'm here with Heath and Andy. We're going to jump right the fuck into it. The first thing we have on the notes here is first coach fired, Matt Rule. Not a surprise here. What do you think about it, Solo? Well, this is, isn't, is this our onside kick? Like, Yes, I forgot. Onside kick. Oh, you didn't say it, dude. <laughs> you just, you, you want to go so fast. I know. I was trying to get us into was- it. You thought this was a House of Westworld or something <sighs> podcast. No, it's okay, buddy. So the onside kick is where, for anyone new listening, where we go through like kind of the off-field topics, some on-field, but in Matt Rule, yes, was fight. He was first yeah. coach fired. I personally thought it was Ron Rivera, going to be Ron Rivera. Um, with K- K- Kingsbury, yes, but I didn't think they would fire him this year if they do fire Kingsbury. But Matt Rule, what, what? I mean, he came from Baylor. Gave, it, was a, it was a seven-year deal the new uh, Panthers owner gave him. And now, what, two and a half years he's gone, and he still <laughs> owed like 40 to 42 mil? Yep. Like, are you insane? That's insane to me. Like, it's insane. He can just chill out. Listen yeah. to around the couch exactly, and listen to the onside kick portion of the pod. And it's just, you know, I guess, well, you know what? When you bring in Sam Donald and Baker Mayfield and uh, in this league, if you don't have a quarterback, you're not going to win. Yeah, dude. You know, what I wanted to say is uh, looking at the quarterbacks that he had Bridgewater, Darnold, Cam at the very, at the end. Uh, and yeah. now with um, uh, Baker TV commercial star, Mayfield, which by the way, quick shout out, Andy Reid commercial that debuted last weekend. Wow. Love it. What an amazing actor. I had no idea that Andy <laughs> Reid was such a good I was like, what the fuck? I rewound it and watched it again and I was like, this dude can act. Like what I was man. All right. All right. He was good. Come on, yeah. solo. Don't For get coach, jealous. Yeah. He might jealous. be the best. Um, yeah, but I was I'm, I'm s- jealous at when he throws the pen away. <laughs> oh, <that laughs> How quick good. he did it. It was good. But I was going to say, with Rule, uh, you know, he was a guy who the Jets wanted before they got Gase. Remember that? Oh, and uh, a lot of Jet fans <laughs> wanted him. And um, I don't, I don't, I think he's probably going to go back and coach college, maybe take your go coach college and collect all that money anyway, right? But uh, I don't know. I mean, you can blame the coach. But in this situation, I also have to say, how much is the organization, the GM, like, you know, I don't know that he was picking these players. You know what I'm saying? So I think that, yes. I think he did have a hand in it. I don't think he was the GM. I don't know if they gave him that title. But I believe when he was hired, he had a lot of hands on. But unfortunately, it, it's more than the coach, why they're not winning. Yes. And unfortunately, the coach is the first person to go. The owner's not going to fire himself. Um, GM might get fired, but that usually goes hand in hand with the coach, or they give the GM an extra 
uh, year or two, depending. So, um, yeah, it's hey, it's the it's the business. Not as bad as hockey, though. Hockey, hockey, hockey. They'll they'll if if you're like if they don't like you, like in the first five games, they'll get rid of you. I mean, it's amazing if you look at how hockey coaches get fired. It's ridiculous. You know, Ando up in Minnesota over there. Yeah, hockey hockey is a whole different the pe- the that's a whole different like. Besides sport, it's like a different world. People are nuts. Hockey people are not. I love them, but hockey people are nuts in all aspects <laughs> of it. So very passionate fans. Yeah, I don't think rule. I mean, you win 11 games in three years. You're not going to keep your job. Like we talked last week, it's a win now league all the time. And three years is that's longer than some other coaches have gotten. And I mean, he he, he flirted with the LSU job for a while. I mean, he's going to go back somewhere, Auburn or somewhere else in college and make a ton of money and be awesome at college again. So yeah. He'll just, yeah, can just collect his money for now, and he'll be, fi- he'll be fine. I, I'm not too worried about Matt Rule. I'm not either. No, I'm not either. No. All right, moving on. We talked a lot about concussions last week. You know our opinion, and I think for me, happily, the NFL kind of on Sunday morning decided to, I guess, send a communique as they call it uh out to everyone and saying we're gonna have spotters that because i think they already had the spotters but now the spotters were given more power and more communication with the head office in new york to say we're pulling someone if they look wobbly it helped my team the jets because teddy bridgewater got yanked and he didn't even end up having a concussion they say um but it also kind of affected in a way uh, I think the hit on Derek Carr that was a mm, little questionable how much weight there was also a fumble involved there. Um, I don't know. Andy, what was your kind of quick opinion on this? Do you think that they overreacted, underreacted? What did you think? Well, I, in the moment, I don't think they overreacted, but I also think I think this is a part of a bigger discussion because it was a few other besides that. There's all, obviously the Brady when Brady get, they called rough in the pass around Brady yes, too. And it was pretty, yes. pretty bad. And there was another, another pretty bad call, not a rough in the passer call, but a call in the Raiders game where they called the defensive holding on a field goal, which that hasn't been called. I, I heard of what the stat 2015, was. Like, 2015 yeah, on the Raiders. Yeah. On the Raiders, by the way. So I, th- I think the bigger question is, so, what I have, and Heath, I know you're a baseball guy, so you know that's been big in baseball over the last few years. Is should replay be expanded? Should there be more computerized calling of games? And why not? I why can't a, a roughing the passer or P, uh, like OPI or DPI be reviewable? Why not? I mean, well, it takes us ten I'll seconds tell you to why. Really watch it. I'll tell you why, Ando, because they tried after that Ram Saints debacle. Mm-hmm. The no call on the pass inference. If you remember the uh, competition committee, they did have it where you could re- throw a flag yeah. and review PIs. Yeah. Well, guess what? They did, I don't think they reversed one of them, even when it was cut and dry, because they, they were so stubborn about it. And I yeah, and it it's and also unbelievable. It like on like been, every play. <laughs> well, yeah, but it like they they tried to do that, and then the replay officials wouldn't overturn anything so there's a lot of internal stuff going on that we don't know about kind of like kind of like rule getting fired we don't know if it's more if his players aren't just listening to him anymore i mean there's so many different things and now with owners because remember goodell works for the owners 
He gets paid by the owners. So he's going to be in favor. So there's a lot of politicking going on, which sucks. But I mean, because our boy Parlay Kid on Against All Odds said, why can't you just challenge? You have the same challenge flags. Just be able to challenge everything. And I like that. If you want to use it for a PI call, sure. But give them an opportunity to reverse it. It's almost like they don't want to reverse it because it makes them look even bad. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on. And, you know, I forgot about that when, like what you're saying, where they they did try and challenge and the, re- and the replay referees would never, would never overturn it. I guess I, f- I forgot that, like, the, I, I always f- felt that might have been some, like, the referee fraternity and, like you said, not wanting to call each other guys out. It's, I want to say, possible. I wanted to say, like, maybe a few years ago, maybe Simmons or somebody on one of his podcasts had, had kind of said he wished there was somebody in sports that was like a common sense person. <laughs> I, I that's what I really want in the NFL for the stuff like this, where a common sense referee, I mean, I could obviously name it a better thing, but when they see something terrible like that, or like the Devonte Adams catch that got ruled off that, I mean, if you think it's a, most of the less when we're watching games can see immediately, that's a common sense that shouldn't be roughing the passer or that should be like, they should be able to ring in. I mean, it's never going to happen. I don't know why it just, if with the technology that's available now, I just, it frustrates me. I guess that's my bigger thing about the, the hits this week as as opposed to going deep into the concussion stuff and if you're reviewing everything it'll be a 12-hour game and but with football that's why you know a lot of fans have drift off in generations kind of well not generations but maybe yeah maybe one generation or two baseball is because mm-hmm. because the games are so long and it's just ridiculous every batter stepping out and doing their nomar thing and going back and football i guess they, they want to make sure they stagger the games and they don't want them because in the old days, you remember the old days when the early games would always run into the late games because it yep. would be, you know, one o'clock and four o'clock. Yeah, there was no 15 yeah. or 25. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when they started. So it was like I was always getting like in New England, I was always getting the Cowboys game late. It'd be oh, in the middle of the first quarter. Yeah. You know, it's like yes. ah, I now we that. join in progress. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to throw yeah, it to true. our friends in New York, you know, or so or whatever. Well, it would be uh, the other way around. But you know what, guys? <laughs> I got to say, I have a little bit of a dissenting opinion of most of the opinions that I've heard this week, which is that I want to commend the NFL, and it's rare that I would do this, but I think erring on the side of caution sends a kind of a message to teams and even with the Derek Carr thing, the Brady, I, I know that it's annoying and you're watching it. And like you said, it goes against common sense. Cause I also think that refereeing um, is incredibly difficult. And Very. I also think that yep. there's things like holding that happen every play. There's always, and if you watch now that TVs, they're wider and you can see the backfield, uh, the defensive backfield, you see how often players get hit past five yards and, you know, and they're interfered with, or it's, there's, it's just a physical fucking crazy game. So my opinion right now, honestly, is I'm just like in a wait and see mode. I'm kind of. I was kind of happy that they pulled Bridgewater and that they were being a bit more careful about things because I think it kind of sends a little bit of a message. And then next week they do something different. That's what I like. I don't like when they say, we're going to wait to the end of the season and review it. No, you can make changes on the fly. It's like updating video games after you buy them now, right? Like you never get the last version of it. 
just keep updating the policies every week if you need to make a change because I kind of agree with what you were saying, uh, Ando, about like the fraternity of referees. Yeah, referees. Mm-hmm. And I think you're always going to have that. And the reason is, is because the referees are actually another human part of the game. And them getting a call wrong, I do not view as like ruining a game. It's part of the game. They are part of the game. So I I just kind of view it that way. That's Maybe it's controversial. And, but at this point, I actually think that NFL did a good job, and I hope that they continue to tweak things on a week-to-week basis. I'm okay with that. And, you know, I have to agree with you a lot on a lot of that because last week I was the same person here saying I, I part of what pisses me off about the concussion stuff is that they didn't they don't move fast enough to change, and yeah. they are definitely doing that. They did I mean, that. I guess part – the thing I think I would like though is like I don't I'm not sure if everybody in college does this, but I know the Big Ten does. Like when there's a targeting call on the quarterback, it's reviewed all the time. So like when the and targeting is not called in the NFL very often, I don't think that I can recall. But like so when there's a play like that where there's a roughing or something like that, they will take thirty seconds and review it and just say penalty, no penalty, no yeah, targeting. We'll get used and to it. I yeah. that's I, I think there's a way to do it and just because it hasn't worked in the past, I, I hope they do that again. Because yeah. that's, but that's that's beside the point. We don't need to keep our, uh, <laughs> arguing about that. I guess. Yeah, they just kind of. We'll see. We'll we'll keep watching. But I'm just glad that people are paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, Solo. Anything more on that? We want to keep it moving. Keep it moving. All We're right, done. Good. Let's talk about our boys. That's our teams, the Vikings, the Jets, and the Cowboys. And as I think Solo put in the notes, the Vikings quiet the Bears, the Jets eat the Finns, and the Cowboys ride the champs, baby. What a week. (laughs) Two weeks in a row. We're winners. All we have to figure out now is who are the Jets going to play in the Super Bowl, the Cowboys or the Vikings, baby. That's all that's left to figure out in this podcast, so that's all we're going to talk about for the rest of the show. (laughs) The rest of the season, even. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's what the podcast will be called. But, uh, Ando, why don't you tell us about uh, this Vikings game against the uh, hapless or maybe not so hapless Bears? Well, the Bears are hapless. <laughs> Similar to the last couple of weeks, the Vikings have found keep finding ways to win ugly. They've uh, this is the third game in a row that they have trailed with under five minutes to go, and they have won all three games, which is kind of insane. That's very much against the Vikings in the past. Last year, they finished eight and nine, and eight of those losses were decided by less than one score. They're three and zero oh in one score games this year, so something is working right. Even though the games are, they jumped out to a huge lead in this one. And then I think I even texted you guys at the huge lead and I said, I guess Heath was right. This is a get right game. And then I had to, <laughs> I had to step away from the TV for half an hour. And all of a sudden I get back on the radio and yep, the Vikings are now behind. And I, ugh, I mean, I, there's a lot of things to actually be super excited about for the Vikings. Dalvin Cook finally is starting to show signs of life. Cousins Cousins started the game 17 for 17, new Vikings record in completions, like to start a game, which is pretty crazy. Jefferson had another monster game. He actually passed Randy Moss's record for most catches in the first three years of Vikings career. 154 yards. Well, in the he, he's passed Moss in the receptions in 36 games, and it took Moss to do 48. So he could he's going to blow the Viking that record out of the water, assuming he stays healthy. So there's a lot of things to still be still be excited about, but 
they should be blowing out a team like the Bears, which still has me nervous. The whole NFC North really I'm not feeling I mean with the with the Packers played too, and that's one of the Vikings' big wins. The Packers are I, I kind of asked this question last week. I and I thought I think it was confirmed this week. They're not nearly as good as what everybody thought they would were gonna be. So I'm, I'm they are who we thought they were. Yeah. I'm <laughs> I guess I, I'm more optimistic than I was last week about the Vikings, but yeah. this is like this is like the least excited I've been Definitely. about like a four and one team in a long time because they're not winning. <laughs> they're 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 winning close games, but they're winning them against teams they should be. New Orleans and the Bears they should be blowing those teams away if they're an elite team. So, and let me okay, let me because that is one thing I have with some of my Cowboys friends, a text chain I'm on. Mm-hmm. If they don't blow teams out. Half of them are all PO'd that this team's no good. And I, it's the NFL. It's <laughs> yeah. not college. You know, and I understand, like, because last year the Cowboys blew out the teams they should have. Atlanta, Washington, all these bums. But yeah. they weren't – but that was that was fool's gold because they lost to the Arizona and the yeah, Niners. Yeah, they and, played and to so, the team. They were playing. Yeah, so the I wouldn't – my my philosophy is if you're on the road, it doesn't matter how you win. You win, you know, you win the game, that's fine. And divisional rivals, you throw the records out the window. It's Bears, Vikings, black and blue division. Don't even worry about it. It's really, I think, there there are measures throughout the season where you're like, oh, that's a good win. You do need those. Um, but really, you know, when you start hitting Thanksgiving into December, that's when I think you can really, but my thing is, say say the Vikings win ugly to to a division title, and then they win ugly like kind of like the Bengals did um, mm-hmm. in the playoffs, yeah. and they won an ugly Super Bowl. You're still the champs, yes. even if it's ugly. Yeah, and I that's uh, totally. Yeah, agree. I totally agree with you there. And I mean, I I have to admit, Heath, you did that a little bit this last week too. You're good at like pumping me up a little more about my team. <laughs> well, and the one thing I like about it, it's kind of like, you well, like I'm that the Vikings. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I do like that. But the thing I'm hoping is that this team is kind of like, uh, like a wild card team in baseball that has two stud pitchers and the two stud pitchers carry mm-hmm. them to the world series. Cause they can pitch all the time. They've got Dalvin cook and they've got Jefferson, two mm-hmm. of the best playmakers in the league. Right. Those, right. I mean, those are the kind of guys that you could ride. Those guys, they've got the kind of players you could ride if you make it to the playoffs. So that's yeah. kind of what I'm, I'm all, hoping for. All you need, and I'm telling you, it's not the old NFL was different when we had the dynasties, Cowboys, Niners, Steelers. That was different Patriots. because we gauged those teams. Well, of course, yeah, the Patriots were anomaly anomaly because it's way past yeah. All, yeah, the old the school football, yep. you know, the dynasty era, but. Then you though like I remember when the Cowboys in the '90s were starting to get good. You know they they sucked, and then they got a little better, and then they made the playoffs. Then they won the Super Bowl. It was like this elevation. We're in football now, where it's like what the Giants did. They had a great pass rush, and Eli got hot for four games, mm-hmm. and they went on a run. And that's what football. Unfortunately, yes. aside from maybe the Chiefs and the Patriots, everyone just gets hot and goes on a run, like the Bengals did last year. So you just need Kirk. Or Kurt, or whatever his name is, to get hot <laughs> for the postseason yeah. and, yep. and 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 get on a run because it's not dynasty football anymore. The way the NFL yeah. is structured with the salary, it's yeah. what it is. It's parity. It look at the league right now. Right, seventy yeah. percent of the teams are three and two or two and three. That's crazy. That yeah. is crazy. You just look through it. It's like it's like 
whole divisions are two or are two and three. You know, I'm going to throw the Colts and the Texans in there because they're tie. But it's like, you know, it's so so much of that. It's so much parity, and that's what I think. If you can get a win, you get a win. It it is a different. There's no real dominance here, and also I think that that extra game has really fucked shit up. Like this is a totally different kind of NFL than it was. A couple of years ago, even I think that seventeenth mm-hmm. game and the way the preseason is played now and used, it's a longer season and people more players come and go, teams change. You know, think about right. in six weeks, some of these teams are going to have completely different offensive lines or whatever, like the Jets already had, or you know, like. <laughs> yeah. It's it's true, right? Like, remember when people used to go to IR and you'd be like, "Oh, they're gone for the season." Now they yeah, come yeah. back. They they then the rules have changed to accommodate that and all to also to make that happen. Now, looking at the NFC North, I still would never count out the Packers, but the Bears and the Lions suck. And I want the yeah. Lions. You know, everybody wants the Lions to be good <laughs> because yeah. they were. And I know HBO, Ando, but they're I, not good. <laughs> Yeah. I know you want that cri- those crisp victories, a few of those yeah. in a row. Like th- mm-hmm. that's understandable, but because it's early in the season, especially, like you want to start getting crisp in November to December. You know, I I understand that because you watch your team religiously and you know your team. I tell yeah. people like when my, the Cowboys would be up, and I would tell my wife like, "Oh my God, this is things start going bad." Because what do you mean yeah. you're up up by ten points? I go, "Yeah, I, I know my team. I know what's happening," and sure enough it, it'll happen yeah yeah well that's yeah speaking of that um not happening was my fucking jets winning baby that's right uh what a game man this was this was a little kind of foley family event you know as i've said lachlan's a dolphins fan um so he got up early and we were picking his mom up from the airport we had had like a boys week too so it culminated with this game and an acid reflux and uh, exactly oh. <laughs> oh god the near panic attack from acid acid reflux attack because we ate like shit and had like arby's and mcdonald's for a week uh wasn't so much fun but the jets it might have also been the jets winning too that may have just like fucked my body up so much that I was like, <laughs> what the hell happened? But this was a good game. Look, they did not play great. The, the Jets, I like this reversal. They're starting out kind of sucky, right? Not totally terrible, but kind of sucky. And they're getting better at the end of the game. And I'm all with that. That's okay with me. You know, they were, of course, the benefit of having Bridgewater knocked out and Skylar Thompson come in who was not terrible, you know? I mean, the kid's co- coming in for his first start, or for his, well, not his first start, but his first NFL action. I thought that was pretty good. Mostert kind of was running all over the Jets. He had a great day, 113 yards, 18 carries. But, uh, you know, Zachy Wilson, man, who wasn't that great anyway, 14-21 for 210. But it was the man, Brees, who took over, man. Wow. Are you guys not you changing excited? his name? You changing his name to Bryce now? Bre- I said Bryce. <laughs> I said Bryce. No, I said, <laughs> oh, well, I'm from New Jersey, so maybe <laughs> I gave a little accent. 
Um, but that was for me, that was, that's what, just like you said before, Andy, about having a couple of players who can propel the offense, right. Or propel the Mm -hmm. team. I think Brees Hall, Michael Carter, you get these kind of players, you know, and then you get Garrett Wilson wasn't too involved, but if they can have another game where he gets more involved too, that and Elijah be Moore better get involved. You got my boy Braxton Berrios. Yeah, there's a lot of that. That's the thing. That's good, right? Like I'm, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And Wilson is still finding his way. You know, he doesn't look great, but the defense was great too. Sauce man, that the, the safety, everything. Like that was such a learning moment too to be able to. Lachlan, this is a safety. This is what I was talking about, right? Like, kind of explain it to him, you know. Um, I, I was, I was just happy with this win, really. Like in the same way, Andy, that you view the Vikings in a certain way that they should be like easily winning certain games, you know. Mm-hmm. The way I view the Jets is like a win like this, and I know they put forty on them, but that was twenty-one in the fourth too. Yeah. It was, um, this makes me feel like, oh, okay, the Jets can have a game like this where, like, Zach Wilson didn't play that great, but the rest of the team steps up, you know? And I I was just, man, this was good. And, hey, we're alive in the fucking division, baby. We're in second place. A game the behind season the ended now. The season ended now. You're in the playoffs. Yep. I mean, but guess what? The season doesn't end now. But still. <laughs> but hey, I'm looking at it right now. I am so screen, happy for you, Axel. And I'm like, what the fuck? And hey, my attitude is changing. I'm like, actually excited to see this game against the Packers this weekend and see what actually a little bit of you know, a big test, even though the Packers lost. To the freaking giants of all. No, people. it still is. You're on the road, yeah, and you're playing mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. Yep, and you and have you know, and a lot of people pick them to go far. So this is a big game. And you know what? You, this young your team. Key play, your key players are those young guys, and a lot of times those young guys they don't give a shit about what the history is. Yeah, they're, they don't they're know going, it. Half of them yeah. don't even know it, Ando. They're, you know that they're gonna. I I got a good feeling about your Jets this weekend, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, I hope and, so. And like I told you before, Axel. When I know it was crushing when the Jets would lose, but I said this is this is the best young talent of skill receivers and running backs you guys had in a very very, very long yes, time, and yes. it's and it's coming out already. It's all you can a already really see. long in, time in the because right. think of all the, it, the Jets kept on picking up all the fucking free agents all the time, right? Yeah, everybody's Boomer washed up running back, like, you know, or quarterback, yeah. or. Right, you know, it started. You know, it started through the draft. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. So, sorry to interrupt, but it's. I start thinking about it. It all started when we got Ronnie Lott. Remember that back in the day? And I was like, he even played for the Jets. Yeah, it was him and Boomer. They brought. Yep, yep. I remember now. Oh no, this is setting a bad trend, and they've continued. (laughs) And now I have to say, Sala and Douglas, I'm with you now, boys. I'm I'm down. Um, let's do this. Speaking of the boys, let's talk about your boys. So, all right, yeah. So, you know, I took the Cowboys. I honestly didn't. I have Rams P- PTSD. Um, <laughs> even though I wasn't around in the seventies, we lost to the Rams a couple of times uh, in the playoffs. But when I remember my first playoff game as a Dallas fan, I remember 
was 83, uh, 83 or 84. It might have been 84. Um, we lost to Eric Dickerson in the rant. Yeah, I think it was 84. We lost in a wild card game to Dickerson in the Rams. And we've, and then in 92, when the Cowboys were having their amazing season, their amazing run, they had a hangover game. They lost to the Rams. They got knocked out a few years ago in the divisional round to the Rams after they beat. So we haven't beaten the Rams in a while. They've always been a, a, a thorn in our side in history. So I was skeptical. I didn't know. I'm like, maybe the Cooper Rush thing runs out. But then that first Shoot series, when when uh, when Armstrong <laughs> does a strip sack and D Law takes it to the house, the block punt. Yeah. I said, you know what? We're going to win this game. Yeah. Even when Cooper Rush got the 72 yarder, scored. It was kind of like one of those weird fluky plays. Yep. This pass rush, you know, it reminds me of the Giants pass rush with Strahan, OCU, Minora, Justin Tucker, or Justin Tuck. Um, and it also, this team itself, in a way, reminds me of that 2000 and oh, what year was it with the Bears and the Colts played the Super Bowl? Uh, I forget. It was in Miami. Yeah, uh, it was the when when Peyton won his first Super Bowl that year. If you remember, the Bears were winning because of their defense, and Kyle Orton was the starting quarterback, 07. and he was like seven and zero. Was it 07? Yep. And 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 while Axel's typing in my ear, it's great. Sorry, um, nobody can hear that but you. Though. That's, okay. That's on the keyboard. Oh, okay. Oh, then we're good. <laughs> um, so. And then the offense was stagnant, even though they were winning, and they brought in Rex Grossman at halftime against Michael Vick and the Falcons because they're like, we got to get some offense going. They stuck with Grossman and went. On. I just, I'm not saying the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl, <laughs> but I feel like <laughs> with Solo's Cooper Rush, back. I know we're going back. I feel like Cooper Rush is kind of like Kyle Orton and Dak coming back. Well, it would be Rex Grossman, which is not a good thing. Yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> I, I don't want say, that. But but that I, I, that type I'm of analogy, that solo. feeling. Well, just let me finish, and okay. you can worry all you want. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do it. I do it for the comedy, Axel. I love you, baby. <laughs> um, no, but it's it just like a win like this. Now, I, again, I am so. Uh, I have PTSD and other things with the Cowboys, so I don't. I'm not going crazy about this win because I know the Rams. They're still the defending champs on the road. They beat the Rams. This defense is different. They're not causing turnovers like last year, but they're not rushing the passer like they were last year. They are, they made, they hurt Stafford. They bounced him around. And so I'm excited because honestly, after week one, I thought the season was over. I, I mean, I'll still watch the games, but I was like, Sean Payton, come on next year. Maybe we'll get a new quarterback and we'll fig, fi, you know, fix things. And then all of a sudden, I got to give credit to the coaching staff and the game plan. Um, the only thing that worries me um, is that this thing with Dak and his thumb, say Cooper, they go to Philly and get crushed and Cooper throws four picks. They rush Dak back the next week and then he re-hurts himself or something. Like, I just don't want them to bring him back because it's a long season, 17-game season, and like last year, we dominated most of the year and then got crushed against the Niners, even though the score wasn't imminent. The, the Niners outplayed the Cowboys from, you know, whistle to whistle. And I just I, I this team is playing very well. And I don't I don't I don't want them to, like, just shoot themselves in the foot, bringing Dak back early because this team is learning how 
to play together. And I just feel like something special, but this is how I was last October. And then it went, it fizzled. So, uh, but it was a great win. I was very happy. I enjoyed it. Um, and I, th- I said, after the Philly game for three and three and Dak comes back, I'll be happy. Well, we're four and one, even if we lose this week, it's four and two. Uh, then we, you know, cause then we get the lions and the bears by week and then at Minnesota and at green Bay. So that's going to be a fun run. And then the schedule gets very easy after that. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited, fellas. Good. I think you should be. This was a good game, and I was happy to see that the Cowboys, I mean, they dominated this game. Michael Parsons is fucking ridiculous, man. Um, And, you know, he's one of those guys that's fun to watch on defense, which is a rarity sometimes, you know, where you can kind of concentrate on a defensive player and just see him Mm -hmm. fuck shit up. Um, It's just nice to have a player of this caliber because, you know, the last one probably was DeMarcus Ware, and he was great, but Micah is a different animal. I mean, he is – he plays everywhere, and he – I don't know. There's something special about him. Um, very special. And even when he was out with the groin, so I was like, it's okay. I honestly believed, I believed in the defense. I really did. And it just, I'm enjoying watching the defense more than the offense. I love watching this defense. Yeah. It's so much fun. I forgot how much I love watching awesome defenses. So, Hey, you never know. I mean, hopefully they'll stay healthy and they can uh, make a run later, but we'll see. It's early in the season, but I'm excited. And it's what two weeks in a row, all three of our teams won. We got to enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yeah. You know, Heath, I got to say one quick thing about the Cowboys. The uh, I'd mentioned last week one of the sure. things I was doing was listening to a lot of teams home home announcers, and I listened to a lot of the Cowboys and uh, Brad enough. Jones, uh, Brad Sham, Brad Sham. I'm sorry, Brad, Brad Sham. Sham and and Babe <laughs> Loffenberg. And they are one of the. I am not. I'm not hyperbole here. They are one of the best play by like home team play by play announce teams I've ever heard. They are just fantastic. Yeah, Sham's they, really good. Sham has got this dry, super dry sense of humor, and he like he know it's kind of like Al Michaels a little bit, and he's just fantastic. And when you were talking about your defense, there, one of them had been talking to Leon Lett during the week. He's one of the coaches, obviously, and yes, Lett is. was Lett yeah. was telling those guys that. He thinks this defense, especially the pass rush, is better than the teams that he won Super Bowls on. So he, I mean, he's, they were very high praise. Yeah. Even the announcers were saying, like, basically saying exactly what you were just saying is like, you know, I'm so used to wanting to watch the offense and now I just want to see this defense on the field. I mean, it was, they were, they were a lot of fun to listen to. So anybody that can get them on the radio, (laughs) I highly recommend listening to it. That's, I, I thought they were awesome. Yeah, I I, um, I was thinking of Bill Jones because there's Brad Shaman. Bill Jones is another guy. I don't know. I forget. I don't know if he does just the talk shows or whatever. But you know, because I listened to for you know for 20 years, I've been listening to the Cowboys beat writers and all mm-hmm. the local stuff because I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, he's really good. And and, and we I, I'll get them. They'll do the games, the preseason games on TV, oh, yeah. which is yep. cool. So when they do a so when they do a home game, I get them, and they usually bring in Daryl Johnston or Michael Irvin or someone in. And actually, as much as I'm still mad at Babe for sucking in 1990 <laughs> and us missing the playoffs <laughs> when Akron got hurt, I, I do enjoy him. He's actually he's fun. He's got a d- dandy Don Meredith 
S kind of, he's just got like a good old boy kind of, he, he, he's good. And, and that's just rare to find, boy. especially yeah. local announcers. Yeah. <laughs> that was what I was really. <laughs> Ain't meaning no harm. Good old there was cowboy. One, there, was, there was one funny line that I guess just kind of stuck out to me because it, it was kind of deep in the game and the Cowboys only had one first down. I mean, it was like second, late second oh, yeah. quarter or even in the second half. And, and Sham said something like, the Cowboys only have one first down today. Well, I hope they don't spend it all in one place. I mean, it was it was it was like listening to uh, Bob Euchre in Major League in the movie Major League. It was that kind of comment, and I'm like, I'm laughing my ass off. And it was, but it was at the same time he was still giving information. I don't know, very high praise. That was my little Cowboys. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. An Axel will attest. What did Cooper Rush throw for 102 yards? Only 10 first downs uh in the game uh it was you know it was the big pollard run and the defensive touchdown and uh-huh. some field goals and brett maher who's yeah. on his second round with the cowboys <laughs> has been lights out and i'm impressed because he wasn't very good when we had him a and few also, years ago but he fixed say, something um also zeke man i mean he didn't rampage 22 for 78 yards but when he was needed he was there and i i feel like he's got a bit more spring in his step this season solo yeah he gets the tough yards he can pick up the blitz he's not gonna break a 50 yarder for a touch like pollard did he's not that runner anymore but you know what with what they're trying to do is control the clock and run and get first downs he's great there and he like i can't there was a play where aaron donald was lined up against our rookie left tackle tyler smith and Donald just blew him over and uh, nailed Cooper Rush. And Pollard missed the blitz assignment. He went interior and double teamed the defensive tackle versus helping out on the edge. Um, actually, I'm sorry, that was a blitz play, but that was a different play. That's when the safety came and blitzed untouched, and Pollard missed that block where Zeke would have been there for it. Um, and, but that also that play with Aaron Donald, I mean, I give Tyler Smith credit. He got beat a few times by Aaron Donald, but for a rookie, he did all right. And, uh, so, you know, Aaron Donald's the best in the league <laughs> interior lineman. So one of the best ever. Only give up so. a couple of sacks. Yeah. Ever. So I'm okay with a rookie holding his own, maybe getting beat a few times, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Yeah. You can't and even. Just have, have, getting out of the game without Donald Maul and Cooper Rush. I mean, I think pretty sure I picked against the Cowboys because I thought Donald would just have a field day with them. So, well, I, I thought so too. The interior line: Connor McGovern at left guard, Tyler Biotish. Of course, he got All Pro Zach Martin on the right guard. But the, Biotish and McGovern have been playing very well, and I actually been impressed because they last year and the year before, they were not good. So. There's there's something brewing, but I know we got to move on. I could talk about Cowboys all day long, <laughs> and uh, but uh, Axel, what's next? Okay, Axel. All right, I'm here solo. I made it. Hopefully, everyone <laughs> buys that edit. <laughs> I took a pee pee. We're back. Um, let's talk about what I thought for me. Besides, actually, there were a lot of great games last weekend, but a game for me that was super duper fun was a Seahawks at the Saints in which the Saints prevailed 39 to 32 and my man Gino 
his jaws feeling good, and man, his arms feeling better because he was 16 for 25 for 268 yards and a touchdown. Now, he did do exactly what I predicted, <laughs> which is twice in the game, which cost him the game. He just kind of ran around in circles and then threw the ball <laughs> or got sacked. <laughs> and that's kind of what Gino does sometimes. And, uh, you know, but other, but that was only two plays. I, I, he was great. And let me tell you, if the Jets could have had this Gino back in the day, that would have been a lot of fun, even though Fitzpatrick was awesome. Um, it would have been a lot of fun. And I think that I'm happy that he's getting a chance to show this. Uh, Penny had a good run before getting hurt. Tyler Lockett woke up. DK Metcalf just fucking takes that ball and is like, I'm scoring. I just, I don't know, man. I like the Seahawks. And on the other side, you got the Saints. We were going to talk about this as well, Solo. What did you think about mm-hmm. this game? About our man, oh. Taysom Tebow. Oh, oh, Fitzmagic. <laughs> you know. Uh, and it's it's it was not so. Yeah, no. Uh, it It's funny because I have Taysom Hill in three of my four fantasy teams. But I, because of this, but of course I didn't start him. Um, but I picked him in the last round of every draft because I go, he's capable of doing stuff like this. And so it's nice to have it on your, you know, bench. I'd rather have it on my bench and not against me, but uh, you know, in case, just in case, but you know, Axel, we were, I was, we were talking off the air the other day and how, what Taysom Hill is doing is exactly what we thought Tebow could have been. Yeah. Well, that's who he thought he was him, but he wasn't. He, you know, I don't think he was. Wait, who thought who was? I wait, think who? that Tebow <laughs> thought he was like Taysom Hill, but he wasn't. He was actually. See, I don't. You know, and I'm going to tell Tebow you why. Thought he was a pocket passer. Yeah, Tebow thought he was a quarterback who could run. He didn't want to play the H back role or what Taysom's doing. True. The Swiss True. Army. True. I guess I mean and athletically. Well, yeah, he yeah, yes. And, you know, and, and I guess in everything else, like when he was with the, yeah, well, well, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, probably, he probably has, Taysom Hills has that extra kind of gadget or extra speed or whatever he has that Tebow doesn't have. And, you know, who knows, you know, and I I was rooting for Tebow because I, 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 even though me too, it was fun. I liked, I liked Tebow, but you know, everything that, I mean, talk about everything. That's what they said. They cut him from the jets because every, the media and everything was too much for a backup player. Yeah, they, they, that, <laughs> right? they didn't, that that whole thing was a bunch of shenanigans, and he wasn't used properly. They, you know that yeah. I, I don't want to shit on Tebow because he was a lot of fun when he was th- tossing those balls and running around. That was hey, kind of fun. He won a playoff game against yeah. Pittsburgh with Denver, which yeah. hey, he won an NFL playoff. Game. But <laughs> I, but I mean to say is that I feel like Taysom Hill has that ability to see the field and to kind of just dance through it that a Tebow, I felt wish he had that kind of grasp. He always look a little nervous. That's that's possible. Yeah. Taysom Hill's like, like, man, he's so confident in that big smile he has. He's like, "Uh uh-huh boy. He looks like he's about to take out a banjo and be like, okay. Yeah. 
Oh my lord, Axel, you are, what have you been drinking or smoking? <laughs> I'm just getting excited because this game oh, I really, like it. This game okay. really made me excited and it was so weird too cuz Andy Dalton is the quarterback of the Saints and he's there, but it's almost like he's not there. It's like he's like a yeah. it's a hologram of a quarterback and really <laughs> Alvin Kamara and Taysom Hill and Mark Ingram were just like fucking doing shit you know and and that's how the saints have to win they have to win this way especially you know alave's out and uh, thomas is out so you got to get creative and that's the great thing about what sean payton did with Taysom hill i mean Taysom hill i think didn't he also uh recover a fumble or do something on special teams as well in this game (laughs) came like the first player in 100 years or something to do all these things but like i it just i love watching Taysom hill i know they tried to make him the quarterback and it it just didn't work but having him as this cordell stewart type antoine randall gadget but he's better he's tougher he's stronger and he's smarter and he he's he's good he really is so and i think he has more of a a toughness i mean tebow was a tough kid but Taysom hill has that like bill romanowski type toughness where he doesn't care he's just gonna knock his head he's gonna knock you over and 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 you know so i'm a big fan of Taysom hill and uh he's fun to watch but then this week you'll have you know, two fantasy points and won't do anything. Exactly. You know, that's the problem. Yep. Yep. Speaking of fantasy points, uh, you guys are going to talk about the Eagles and the Cardinals. I can't believe the Eagles undefeated, man. Ando. I don't, how good are the Eagles? Uh, I don't, you know, before this last week, I thought for sure they were the best team in the NFC, but I'm not so sure anymore. This is the NFL, man. I mean, everyone's talking great about Buffalo, which they should. They're one of the best teams in the NFL. But they beat the Steelers. They almost lost to the Ravens and the Dolphins. And they did lose to the Dolphins. So it's like, but they killed the Steelers. And everyone's like, oh, the Bills are back again. And it's like, this. that's what I hate about this week to week, 24 hours. Exactly what we're doing, but we, we bring it. We bring it. <laughs> so we so make it real. people talking about football. We make yeah. it fun. No, though. no. We do make it fun. I mean, we got we got Axel <laughs> doing quirky. ETs and cartwheels. No, but honestly, it's like. Should I do that banjo again, thing again? <laughs> yeah. Save it for a little later. Save it a little, little later. No, but what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, is that first off, they're a good team and they've improved and Jalen hurts is much better. Um, but until I, I, I don't know, I, I I'm conflicted. Cause I was like, pump the brakes. Then I was like, well, maybe not pump the brakes, but until someone beats them, you know, Hey, they're, they're one they're, they're one of the best teams in the NFC right now. And they do have it together. I just, I would, I, I look forward to seeing, Jalen Hurts in that offensive line against the Cowboys offensive line. The only thing, yeah. I mean, defensive line, but the only thing that scares me is I don't think the Cowboys have enough offense to keep up with the Eagles if it becomes a shootout. That's why the defense, again, has to carry the Cowboys in this situation because in, in, in a shootout without Dak, they're not going to win. It's, and so if the Eagles go up big early, that's what concerns me. It's going to be interesting to see what happens because I think, I mean, Cowboys are very impressive right now too. But the the thing with the, I think this game for the Eagles, to me, especially it's cemented it that really every team in this league has got a certain flaw. And right. It, it, right. even really, you know, right now, anybody, I mean, 
besides a couple teams at the way bottom, anybody really has a shot. Like Axel said before, what is it, 70% of the league is at three and two or two and three? And man, there, I bet there's half the teams I could you can make a case for making a deep run in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, and this thing with Arizona with, you know, they thought they had the first down, he spiked the ball and it really wasn't. Yeah. Um, there's a big, there was a lot of off season rift with Kyla Murray and then with Cliff Kingsbury. And mm-hmm. the rumor from my sources are telling me that they hate <laughs> each other. All right. They, really? that they're just, there's something going on. And yes. Well, in that, that whole it, thing, that, that whole clause in the contract of making him study the playbook <laughs> was ridiculous and you know that was leaked right like they agreed Mm, to the contract and they were like we're gonna fuck them you know like somebody was like that so i what did they say that he uh, the score they did confirm that the scoreboard did say first down they flashed it yeah and so that doesn't matter that's what i I think it's just in dick like you're a fucking player he he slid too early well you need to check you need to you're not just looking at score. you know like you need to be Kyler listening Murray and could communicating. Be, Kyler Murray, I wasn't a big fan of his coming out, but he's so athletic, and he could be a good quarterback. I don't Fun think he could watch. be a great quarterback, but a good quarterback. But he just stopped running, and that's part of your arsenal. You, you had Lamar Jackson-esque. I mean, not as fast as him, but you had that same type. Why not use it? And so there's, uh, you know, yeah. RG3, same thing happened with him when he, after he got hurt. He stopped running, and that was the RPOs were his big thing in his rookie year. And mm-hmm. so, hey, you know, it's just I, I just the, the Arizona Cardinals are a train wreck, and they could have still possibly won this game. That's the thing about the Eagles; then they don't play sixty minutes, and they're vulnerable in those second halves. They're letting teams come back, and that's not that's not a good trait to have. Yeah, man, Eagles though their schedule is so fucking easy. And they did so easy, you know, hurts yep. hurts is, uh, I gotta tell you, man, he really changed my mind. I think that that dude is really good. And I, I like watching the Eagles. The Cardinals are just a mess. This game was not a pretty game. Um, but you know, the Eagles are five and now there you yeah. go. And I still think in my mind that the Cardinals are in the, um, NFC East. <laughs> I have a hard time not Neil Lomax Cardinals. So yeah, St. Louis. <laughs> I still think that way. Like I, when I think of the Colts, I still think that the Colts are in the Jets division. Yeah, the OAFC East. Yeah, yeah, those. I mean, we grew I still up. With think that. about it that way. Like I still, I have a kind of affinity for them in a way where, like, I feel like they're a cousin, you know, because they're in the division, but they're not. And it's been like twenty years yeah. or twenty five years yeah. or something. The one thing, yeah, about no, the cart. Oh, go ahead, Heath. Oh no no! I was going to say I I I I threw away the Cardinals. I, I I forgot they were in the NFC East. That's how much I can't. I don't really care about them. But anyway, Ando, go for it. I was going to say the one thing about <laughs> about the Cardinals is they are still two and three, and Kyler Murray does get by far his best offensive player back the week after this week. DeAndre, how Hopkins good is, is he going to be? No? How good is he going to be? Well, I guess I we're going to see, right, Ando? Yeah. But you're I right. I, you're right. I don't know you're if right. it – but, I mean, with every team at two and Connor's three or three and two, again. who's hurt again? Connor. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I just think it's, it's it's worth throwing out there because if Hopkins is – if Hopkins is Hopkins, he's a game changer. But 
I don't, yeah, I still don't I, see the Cardinals doing a whole lot of damage to anything, but right. I don't, I personally, I, I, I agree. It's, it's got to help, but I, I think we, we have, we've seen the last of our Hopkins, this Texans and maybe the first year and because the last few years he hasn't, he's, he hasn't been that guy. Yeah. Um, and, and besides and, the suspensions, and, he's been injury prone too. So, yeah. So I, he's not the same receiver, but who knows? Maybe the layoff. Maybe all of a sudden he gets rejuvenated. Like, I think you know, it's with just AJ Green they tried to bring back from the dead, and that didn't. I think work, it's just but. because I have him stashed on the bench on a multiple fantasy football team. <laughs> so I'm just hoping for DeAndre Renaissance. Yeah, DeAndre Assance. Um, yes. Now speaking of uh, Assance, there's two teams in the AFC. I just want to throw these two games out here. Whoever wants to talk about them, Bengals lose to the Ravens, seventeen nineteen. That was what? That was a Sunday night game. And then the Sunday Monday night game, night yep. game were the Raiders losing by one point thirty to twenty nine to the Chiefs um, at Arrowhead, I'm going to call it. Or whatever the fuck it's called. Metafield at Arrowhead or something. Oh, it's not. Oh, is it one of those? Yeah. One of those. All right. I'm play so, the band. I'm calling that. all these stadiums the old thing. I don't care anymore. I'm even going to call it Giant Stadium, even though I hate that. Um, but. Uh, what the fuck? The Raiders, if I guess I'm going to start with this game. This was a fun game to watch. I enjoyed it. The Raiders are like the best one in four team maybe ever. I mean, not that they're a great team, but they're not this bad. And this they they held on in this game and could have won it at certain points. But they're fucking one in four. Well, the uh, remember a little while ago when I said last year the Vikings set the record for most uh, single-score losses? Every one of the Raiders' losses this year is under a single score. 24-19, to 29-23, 24-22, 30-29. They could just as easily be 5-0. and oh. Yeah. Yeah. Just and, and you know what's funny? Far behind. This team, this Raiders team, reminds me so much of some of the season's I call it, you know, the Tony Romo cowboy era Mm -hmm. where they lose these heartbreakers and all of a sudden they're one in four and like, what the heck? Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, and it it reminds me of that so much. So last week was my get right podcast. This is my PTSD podcast this week (laughs) because I'm having flashbacks to so many things after reviewing this week with you guys. And, you know, this Raiders team is just, you know, you go for now, the Chiefs went for two when they were up by seven. They could have kicked an f- extra point to go up by eight. But I know the kicker hasn't been very good. But that was weird to me still. Why not go up by eight? Uh, unless the kicker, you really don't have any confidence in them, then you go for it to be up by nine. But then, you know, the Raiders trying to go ahead by one and not tie the game. I, I sort of get it if you're maybe the 5-0 and Eagles. And you got the confidence, but when you're a desperate team, I don't know if that was a good idea. What do you guys think about going for two there? I don't know. It's I have mixed feelings. In the moment, I like it, but thinking back, I'm like, ah, uh, was that the right move? I just I don't know. I don't. I, mixed feelings for me is the right right way to say it. I think. Um, yeah, you know, Axel? I don't know what the analytics say. Are the Raiders? We don't do analytics on this show. (laughs) (laughs) We do calisthenics. I don't know what it says. I kind of respected it. Um, And I think 
you got to go for the, in that situation, you got to go for the win, but the chiefs were going to get the ball back. You know what I'm saying? So if you knew that was going to happen, then you have to think the next step. So then I think now that was not the smart thing to do. The smart I, thing I think to do was to tie up the that. game, right? Because you don't know what could happen. Yes. And what happened? Did they stop them? Didn't yes, they stop them? Did the ball back? Yes. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, analytical, clippical. Yeah. And there's something to be said for kicking it and tying the game up. I mean, you extend the game by doing that for sure. If you don't yeah. get it, you're so, screwed. Hindsight is twenty twenty. That's why it's hard. And I think you know, I think we agree on the analyst. It's got to be a mix. The game yeah. matters. The situation matters to the utmost. Players matter. Yes, exactly. Definitely. And what about, about the old hunches? Like you're a coach and you're like, I'm confident my kicker can kick this <laughs> yep, 55 yards. Yep. No, oh, no, let, you know, hold on, Axel. Uh, and oh, let's it's look true. at the sheet. Streaks are like, real. Sports it, streaks. It's the so human yeah. element. Axel talked about yep. referees being human, players, yep. coaches are human. You get that gut feeling. You think, so. you know, Joe Torrey had all those great Yankees teams, but he didn't do a lot of things by the book like he should have. His players either bailed him out or he just had his gut. Like he goes, I'm going, you know, lefty on righty because I feel it. You know, he also, sometimes that's he also helped it. having a $200 million payroll, but we won't talk about <laughs> yes. that. No, no, that's what I'm saying. His players bailed him out when he made <laughs> yeah, that. Goal. Yeah. But, but, well, but yeah. Speaking no, of it, a $200 million payroll, what the fuck is up with the Bengals? Um, yeah. Gosh, just <laughs> the explosion has kind of fizzled and uh Lamar was able to rise above and lift the Ravens over the Cincinnati Bengals. Mr. Joe Burrow, two seventeen, one touchdown, one interception, twenty-four for thirty-five. Mixon, seventy-eight yards, fourteen carries, Jamar Chase. Seven receptions for 50 yards? What? That's, well, they threw him two bubble screens yeah. at the beginning of the game on each side to try to get him going. I you think know, there's two of just, the receptions there. I like this team, the Bengals, and the defense too, though they though at some points they were able to contain. Obviously, Lamar was Lamar. But um, My main man, Lamar. Yeah. Run to the nerds. And uh, J.K. Dobbins <laughs> yeah. had a couple nice runs. J.K. Simmons was on the <laughs> J. K. field. J.K. Simmons came out of Spider-Man. Uh, Mark Andrews, <laughs> the big man. But uh, generally speaking, I don't know, the Bengals at two and three right now, I think that they're a good team, but I think they just had a year last year. And, uh, they went on a run. Remember, yeah, I talked about the run. run. Maybe they can yeah, go they on, went a run on a run again, but it doesn't look like it's now, happening right now. Well, it, it's early. Uh, they need to get some things together now. Are their coaching? Is their coaching as good? What's the scheme? I mean, there's so many things, you know. But it, it's just it, it's it, you know Super Bowl hangover. Um, it, certain things, but the thing is, and this is where I'm not going to uh, cut bait with them just yet. Because I do, Joe Burrow is a franchise quarterback. Chase and Mixon are franchise running back, wide receiver. Um, I, they can get it together. It's just when you don't have an offensive line that's consistent, you can't. I mean, he even they even went on this run when the line wasn't that good last year. So they might have just played out of their shoes. But so it, it, it's tough. What's going on? They need they need a get right game, guys. They really do. <laughs> The uh, you know, 
the thing with the Bengals too, I've watched quite a bit of them play and it's, it, it, it might just be like you're saying the O-line part might be part of the problem, but it seems like they're doing a lot of what we talked about last week too on first down running mixing right into the center's ass. Yep. And, yep. and then the play, play calling, calling does not seem yeah. to be creative. I saw a stat today that Mixon is number one in touches in the NFL right now, but he's 22nd in total yardage. So yeah, that's, that's a problem. That's, that, that's not very good. So I don't, is that, <laughs> straight is, from Ando around the couch. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> and then, I mean, is that the intern affect chase? Because if they know they're running the ball on first down and not being creative, can they, is that or are chases? There's some weird off field issues that I've started to hear rumblings about with Chase too. Is that playing a part? Oh, really? I don't know. Yeah, there's something with like his the mother of his one of his kids is. Do, I I don't I don't. It's one of those TMZ kind of stories. It's nothing illegal, but there's people starting to say, is this a distraction because his whatever mm. ex wife or ex girlfriend yeah, or whatever. I don't it is. know. I don't know because I, I don't see. I don't know. They're not putting him in a position. I watched this game and I just felt like. They were not putting him in a position to excel. And I also feel, I think you're right about the offensive line. I think there's sometimes that spark, the play calling was really flaccid to uh, steal a term from Joe Flaccid, uh, Joe Flaccid quarterback. But um, Mallory Rubin trying to text Joe Flacco to I think Bill Simmons or something one, a couple of years ago, and it came out Joe Flaccid. Joe Flaccid. <laughs> That's what he is. So funny. Um, but yeah, they just don't have that spark on defense either. One sack in the game. They just don't have that spark. Um, whereas I think the Ravens, uh, they're not a great team, but man, they're fun to watch. And Lamar is fucking great, dude. Isn't yeah, he just and, a you man? know he just the way he tosses uh, that ball. Fan. People don't give Dude, him enough credit. He is a great don't. passer, and he just kind of does the old like flick of the wrist, and the ball oh, can go like great, thirty man. yards, you know, on a dime. He's, he's so exciting. He's the yeah, I love him. He I is. When you Lamar. were just talking about how the Bengals don't have any spark, that that's what Lamar Jackson is. He's yep. a, he is a spark. He machine. is the spark. Yeah, yeah. spark. He yeah. is the spark. And spark and you know, guys, sometimes. Sometimes, you know, everyone, you know, we, we try to overanalyze things and all oh, play calling or maybe, you know what? Sometimes teams aren't just playing well. They're not playing well. And I think mm-hmm. the Bengals just, they're flat and they're just not playing well. And they need some sort of spark, like you said. And, you know, maybe they need like a 70 yard touchdown burrow to chase to get them going. You know what? I don't know what it is. I think that they, they need a Coke Zero Cherry is what they need so long. <laughs> oh. They need that. But look at look at the look at that division. Ray, Ravens three and two. Then you have the Browns, Bengals at two and three, the Steelers at one and four. I think the I think the Ravens are looking good right now. And uh I like them. I like the Ravens. You know, baby. one other quick thing good. about the Bengals that worries me. One thing I like about this point in the season, you can kind of look back at the schedule because we're starting to get some idea of how the teams are. And the Bengals lost to the Steelers. The Steelers are pretty. Another hot oh, take. Not yeah. not good. <laughs> <laughs> another hot yes. take from Ando. Can I say something about the Steelers? Look, they're not look. a good team. We know that they're not a good team. They got demolished by Kellum's Buffalo Bills. That game was fun to watch. Josh Allen just fucking does whatever the fuck he wants to do. He looks like he's a god of children on the field, right? Like when he's Wyoming, playing great. Josh Allen. He's awesome. But 
talking about Mike Tomlin submitting his resignation. And this is, this guy is had, how about has he had a decade of winning seasons? I, I mean, I think it's obvious that they kept Roethlisberger too long. And from what I understand, yeah, that, that wasn't that his hurt. choice. That nope. was the, that was the organization and the ownership too mm-hmm. wanted to keep big Ben. So get the fuck out of here with getting rid of Tom. If, if F-bomb count this week sorry. is large. <laughs> if, if Pete Carroll wow. can coach for a thousand years, Tomlin can get another five years. Okay. The guy is amazing. But if not, if he does resign, please come coach the jets. We'll take you tomorrow. Cause he is an amazing coach. I agree with you about Tomlin. I'm still pissed when he was a defensive coordinator for the Vikings. The Vikings decided it would be better to hire Brad Childress instead of Mike Tomlin. Oh, God, Brad Childress. Uh, yeah, I love Tomlin. I, if Pittsburgh runs him out of town, that would be the dumbest thing they've done. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because be the Vikings have the one of the guys in season one of White Lotus coaching and their hey, team. Kenny Pickett <laughs> threw for th- that's true. Kenny Pickett threw for three hundred twenty-seven yards. I mean, he it was well, he like, had to throw the whole game. Know, were, <laughs> I'm just trying to say something good, but no, I Josh know, Allen, dude, four hundred twenty-four yards, twenty for thirty-one, four hundred twenty-four yards, four touchdowns, one interception, forty-two yards rushing on five attempts. This guy's fucking a Gabe Davis. Three receptions to start the game. That was crazy. Three receptions for 171 yards with a 57 yard average. That's Randy Randy Moss Moss versus the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. That's crazy. And Stefan Diggs had eight for 102, and another dude, Khalil Shakir, had three for 75. Like, it's just, come on. That's that's Madden football stats, is what that is. is. The bills, yeah. are, the bills are. This was obviously not a tough game, um, but the bills are great. What, uh, what is there? Any other games we need, we want needed to talk about from this week? I think we kind of. Um, I mean, do you want to mention? I mean, just real quick, we had touched it, but the Packers losing the Giants, yes. in London. Okay, I mean, I mean, the Giants are four and one. They, 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 they're, they're might be the worst four and one team I've ever seen, but they find ways to win. Yep except against the Cowboys. But, I mean, the Packers, I lost so many parlays or two parlays because I'm like, I'll start off with a little Packer cover and a Packer money line win. Wrong. Yeah. My God, I was so mad. I they woke up at halftime. in the first half, you know? I know. Well, Ando's doing harvesting, and I'm waking up, and Axel's still asleep, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to lose this bet. <laughs> yeah yeah well, I, I always text you back right away because i'm up on sunday mornings right away it's right now hate so anytime you need to vent on the packers screwing your parlays <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm available <laughs> i feel bad because i don't know when alec a- a- alex alex Hong gets up but i don't even know when alec <laughs> axel gets up so i don't like to i don't know if he shuts his phone off or oh uh, I, always I feel do. bad my phone is always on silent i never okay mine is too yeah. okay so yeah feel free to te- okay, good. Because I, you know, I try to be respectful. You got a kid and a dog and a beautiful exactly. wife. That's why it's and you got family. responsibilities. Thank you. Yeah, my wife is beautiful. I love your family. I love your family. I have a dog too. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, the Packers. I think Devontae Adams is fucking awesome, and he was great in the Raiders game. <laughs> and he's not on the Packers anymore. And Aaron Jones is not. I mean, who's picking up this slot? Yeah, this he's, slack. Randall AJ Dillon's been a disappointment. Yeah. 
Seriously, uh, Randall, and Randall Cobb, Cobb played for the Cowboys for a year, ninety-nine yards. Like that's that shouldn't be your leading receiver, you know? Yeah, yeah, it, 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 yeah. It's just again, guys. This year is one of those weird. It's every year. Sometimes, oh, this is a weird. No, this is a really weird year I because anyone can win it. I mean, and, and I mean anyone. Gotta this is the year you go on a run. You go on a run. You can win it. So it's who gets hot in December into January, honestly, and who's healthiest. Speaking of going on a run, Ooh. we're going to transition to our college football love seat. Yes, around the couch. And then we go, oh, we get to the love seat where Ando's sitting proud <laughs> with his yep. popcorn, nuts, and Ooh. guts. Yes. Now, last week, <laughs> last I don't know what that is. Let's see. You asked. I don't me, know if I want to know. Oh my god! Yeah, I'll take I some know. of those nuts. Are they? Are they cool? Crispy? Um, <laughs> you asked me yeah, to watch good. the Red River, not shootout. Yeah, it's rivalry. Red well, River it's rivalry. But shootout was, I still call it the shootout. Yes. yes. I love it. And you wanted me to check out a running back called Bijan Robinson from Texas. Mm-hmm. Bijan Robinson. Was a top running back <laughs> prospect. And let me tell you right. something. The week before, you gave me a quarterback, Will Levis. And I watched him. I was like, hey, the guy looks good. You know what I'm saying? He looks good. Mm-hmm. This guy, I was like, Holy shit. This dude is amazing. And I think unreal, team, right? I hope he doesn't get injured. And I want to, I am going to be tuning in and maybe taping these games to see this kid again. He could do fucking everything. Oh, he was running. Uh-huh. He was made some crazy ass catch where he turned his whole body around. Oh, dude. Kept his feet in. I mean, come on. This guy is great. And thank you. That was a lot of fun watching this game. I mean, it was a blowout, it, so I kind of fast forward. Yeah, it was. But, it yeah. was a blowout. It wasn't a good, uh, and the, it went under. It was like sixty-two was the over under sixty-two and a half. Um, Ando, what about your quarterback from Texas? Texas Oolers. What's he? Isn't he in Saw? Carry Oolway. Yeah, I, I think he. I think he is in Saw. Yeah, and uh, Princess Bride too, right? <laughs> yeah. I, so a little bit. I a little bit. I saw that game. He looked good. I mean, his stat line: two eighty-nine and four touchdowns in three quarters. Is pretty yeah. impressive, and some of the highlights I've seen. I wasn't able to watch most of this game, but the highlights I saw him throwing, he made some pretty he amazing throws. He threw some throws. nice passes. There was one that he threw for a touchdown. I, I don't know if it was the end of the set. Yeah, it was when they went up twenty-eight nothing. Oh my god, he he got protection, but it was sweet. And so my question is, do you know is does he have one more year of eligibility or is he going to come out to the draft? Cause we talked about the Arch Manning thing, him yeah. coming to Texas next year. So it'd be interesting to see if he goes to the draft or transfers. Um, but this- he has one more year, but the, with all the COVID things and all that other, where they like, they added extra years on the guys and there's guys. That uh, okay. So he's years. 35 years old. And yeah. Like, so I'm Chris not Winky. sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I'm not sure what, what his status is, how soon he can play. Okay. How soon okay. he can come out. But yeah. I think he's going to be playing on Sunday. So from what I've seen, I, he could, this is this, this year, guys, it's going to be, they're talking, five to seven quarterbacks could go in the first round. I mean, I don't know if team – well, I guess a lot of teams do need a quarterback, but it, this could be a rich quarterback class um, in the future. So, yeah, cool. That's, yeah. 
So what do you think? What, what, what game? I, I put two games on the docket. Um, there's Alabama versus Tennessee, uh, which is a big, big matchup. And there's some Big Ten, Michigan, Penn State. Axel, what are you leading towards? What game this week? I, I have no – you tell me, man. Um, I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> Ando, what do you think? I'm the guy who doesn't both- know about college. You got to tell me what to – I think they're both damn good games, and there's both a lot of really good prospects. NFL got a lot of people are going to be playing on Sundays on all four of these teams. So, yeah, I mean, it's I I, have, I obviously am always a Big Ten guy, so that's always where I'm going to. And Alabama's going to have tons of big games the rest of the season. Who's what yeah, team she, does Hendon Hooker play on? Tennessee, Tennessee. I'm going to watch quarterback. that game because I like a guy right. named Hooker. <laughs> He's awesome. He is an awesome quarterback. And his parents yeah, missed a chance right. to call him TJ, but, you know. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we'll go Alabama-Tennessee, our game of the week. Uh, well, you got Alabama, aside from, was it Will Anderson or Will Robinson? I can, no, not Danger Will Robinson. <laughs> is it Will Anderson, the linebacker? He's uh, I think so. Or he's the remember. edge rusher. Yeah, yeah, I think I wrote it in the notes. Uh, I think it's Will Anderson, and they have a safety. That's I mean, Alabama has a lot of great players, but yeah. uh, that edge rusher, keep an eye on. And then, of course, we don't know if they're starting quarterback. Uh, was it Bryant Young? Like, yeah, no. but he I played for San Francisco. I, no, I think it's Young, isn't it? Yeah, what the hell it is, is Young again? Oh God, I, I'm loopy. Uh, B Young, Bryce, Bryce Young, Bryce Young, Bryce Young. Yeah, Bryant Young was a. Defensive tackle yeah, for the Niners. Tackle, back in the day. yeah. But uh, Young, if he plays Axel, that's another quarterback um, that is a high could be a high draft pick. Uh, and then Tennessee, and then um, they, you know, they got and, and if Todd McShay, I don't know if no, he might not be on this broadcast, but they usually will talk about the top prospects prospects during the, um, you know, the game and stuff. But those are some guys to watch out for. Of course, your boy Hooker is what the one you're going to key on. Uh, so yeah, and I'm gonna mean, watch this Al- game too. Three Every year, six. Alabama has like ten guys drafted. So I mean, you just yeah, <laughs> you'll, there'll be tons yeah, exactly, of guys exactly. But I would, yeah, we'll we'll make sure Ando we get to the Big Ten for a good matchup. Oh, I'm, I mean, I'm not worried. There's still plenty of Big Ten games coming, yeah. so I'm not worried about that. And there's got to be a big Minnesota one. So Minnesota plays Illinois this week. I already have them in a parlay. Did I make the wrong move or the right move this week? Parlay, parlay. This is one of those games where you, you, the Gophers should win this game. They should be the better team. But Illinois, is they've beat Wisconsin and Iowa back-to-back weeks. Minnesota's mm. coming off a bad loss to Purdue. Minnesota should be healthy. They're their running back that I pumped up a couple weeks ago, Ibrahim, should be healthy. <laughs> Unless they well, you know, you brought that one. up. You okay? So you brought that up because I didn't realize they. No one goes on the injury report because uh, Will Levis didn't even play last week. Kentucky mm-hmm. didn't even yeah. didn't even suit up, and I yep. had them in a parlay. And I'm like, oh great, good to know. My boy Will Levis is not playing. That's uh, betting college so is a that's different. Scary. That's a different beast. Yeah, yeah. My Cuse is playing NC State. Uh, big big test. Big big test. But they're they're actually favored by three and a half at home. Uh, I thought NC State was supposed to be like one of those underrated teams this year, but yeah, I thought they were supposed to be decent. I mean, not underrated, but like up, you know, contending yeah. with. But well, we'll see because uh, I know Cuse has got Clemson coming up, and that's going to be a tough one. But um, but I'm excited for that game too. 
So some good games this Saturday, guys. I can't even talk. There's some good games on Saturday, but there's some adults playing on Sunday. (laughs) Okay, well, do we have the picks? Do I need to bend the knee? Is Brett bending the knee? What's going on? What happened? Well, here we go. I'm going to have a little... The uh, t- t- just to start this, looking at the picks, I'm going to paraphr- paraphrase a noted 20th century philosopher and master thespian, Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> <laughs> just when I thought I had all the answers, the NFL went and changed all the questions. Yeah, this was <laughs> only six teams covered the spread, so it was all over the place. I have a good, the bad, and the ugly. The good from last week, Brett took the Giants and the Cards to cover. Heath took the Browns and the Saints. I took the Raiders, and all those teams covered. The bad, we all took the Broncos, and we all took the Jags. The ugly, <laughs> the ugly, Brett took the Lions and the Bears and the Panthers and the Commanders. Mm-hmm. Brett, Brett had a rough yeah. week, so, Brett, so... Is dro- Brett is dropping in the overall standings to last place after a after a five and eleven finish versus the spread, Ooh. yeah, his strategy of picking the uh, I I called it. Yeah. I mean, I love my boy Brett. The points I, came and, back to bite him is, in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, when the Colts won, beat Denver, and then Green Bay lost, I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to get screwed this week. And then it, you know, because it was the first two games, so I figured I'd be bending the knee, and I was wrong because I was kind of like going over like. There's no way like a lot of his, I mean, not his picks, but you know, a lot of the, well, I guess it was a lot of his picks, but like, I just didn't have that feeling. I mean, the, the favorites didn't win as much as I thought they would, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was a tough week. And this is a tough, I mean, I'm in his a double eliminator pool where you have to pick two teams every week yep. and you can only pick them once. And I I've lost two, two weeks in a row. I, I, I can't, I can't get one right. I'm like Absolutely. five and five and three or something. Or five and four or something. I'm awful. Well, I picked the Jags. I picked the Jags last I, week and uh, I. Well, and yeah. also last week the uh, Axel and I didn't fare a whole lot better. Axel was six and ten. Mm-hmm. I was seven and nine, and we are all bending the knee to Heath and yes. his glorious ten and six. First <laughs> solo. What's up? What's up? Heath's he also now. you also jumped to the overall leader at nineteen and thirteen. I'm 16 and 16, and Axel and Brett are both 15 and 17 for the season. Yes, terrible. Do I terrible. need to switch? Am I going in and out? No, you're no, good. You sound good. Oh, oh, because he kept saying solo, solo. I thought that was my cue for my. I mean, he was just up. pumping you up because you kicked our ass so yeah, bad. Yeah, I was on pumping points. you up. Oh, thank like, you. Solo. I, you solo. know what, Axel? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, wake up, a hus. <laughs> wake up, a hus. <laughs> wake All up. Right. Well, that was last week. Let's put that behind us, because just like in the NFL, what do you do, boys? That game is fucking over. There's nothing you can do. You got to move on. So I'm taking my worst record, <laughs> and I'm moving on. And All right, let's move on. Somebody put everything on the sheet, and now I'm not going to miss anything. So whoever did that, <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Oh, that was right. Ando. It definitely wasn't me. Um, <laughs> we have buys this week. Yes. Who, who's, bye, bye. who's on bye, a bye? bye, bye, bye. <laughs> oh, uh, Texans are on a bye. Yep. Lions. And who are the other two? Or is Raiders two? and the Texans. Ah. No, I said the Texans already. Oh, so. the Titans. 
Titans. Okay. Titans. Okay. So that's Raiders, ah. Titans. Yeah, I got Damian Pierce on a buy. Texans, Lions. Or oh my! A buy. All right. Not a, all right. N- not I'm not missing them this week because we got some good games. <laughs> we got a couple potential matchups for the playoffs happening right here in front of us, folks. Oh, mm-hmm. and we have a reunion in the Bayou. Yes. And we have two Super Bowl rematches mm-hmm. as well. Very good. I like this solo. But first up, here's a <laughs> shitty game. It's, it's, <laughs> it's oh, the my Washington Lord. Commies at the Chicago quarterbackless Bears. The Bears are taking one point. Uh, taking one point. They're so they're. I'm sorry, they're, they're giving one point. I'm sorry. Who's favorite? Are they giving? Okay, Bears plus one. Oh, so they're they're getting a point. Yes. Yeah, they're getting a point. I did. I I am. It's like just, when I ask. Can you go? Just go with ketchup, the minus. Go with the I, minus. Yes, you're right. Go with you're the right. favorite. I always Washington minus one. I think Washington this game. One. This game actually has flipped. I think when I because I did this last night and they okay. were minus one and I checked it tonight at nine o'clock and they were plus one. Okay. Well, we'll go with whatever Axel tells us. Commies at Bears. Well, th- this is a tough game well, to pick. You know, Heath, you went first last week. Do you want to go first again, or do you want somebody else to? Yeah, I mean, I don't care. I don't care. I'll go first. I don't mind going first. Damn, okay. I'll solo. keep it alive. It works. Well, for me. you know what? Win- maybe that's the- should be the thing. The winner goes for the winner from the previous week goes first. I like it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah, we can do it based on last whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna make it too complicated. Perfect. Okay, so, <laughs> so Carson like, Wentz. I have to win every week. Yeah, Carson. <laughs> no, I don't. Carson Wentz versus Chauncey Fields or whatever is it? Justin Justin Fields, not Josh Fields. <laughs> Justin Fields. Chauncey. I love it. Chauncey Fields. Oh, um, honestly, I feel like the Reds, uh, the Red Commies, have more <laughs> offense. Bears have a better defense. I don't like the Bears offense, but I think the Bears can run on the commies. And honestly, what they got going on in Washington right now is really bad. So I'm going the Bears this week to win a game at home. I thought they were going to be the worst team in the league, but they're playing, I think, the worst team in the league in the commies. next. So I'm going the Bears. I... I am just so happy this is the Thursday night national game because I can't imagine a better better time to sit down. And-, <laughs> and, and and you know what they did? They it's not even on Amazon Prime. You you have to go to a Shell gas station to watch it. Like oh my gas. god! <laughs> I know. I hate the smell of gas. Oh, I am also going to take the Bears. I hate both of these teams. Okay. I'll just leave it at that. All right. Um, well, guess what, boys? Oh, you got to tell us what Brett picks. That's right. Yes. Brett's picks. Brett pick. I'm sorry. Brett, Brett also, Brett also sent in some brief commentary for each matchup oh, as well. Jeez. Okay. Oh, Good. I like right. it. For, this is why we onside kick was is, we went through it quicker so we could get to Brett's picks. This is going to have to be on Patreon Plus now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Patreon Plus. <laughs> For Chicago, he says, evenly matched. I will take the home team on a short week. So Brett takes the Bears. Okay. I agree with Brett. Good move. Okay. Well, you know what? I say that Carson and the Commanders 
are going to get it together and pull this one out because the Bears suck. A get right game? Not a get right game. They're just going to Oh, not a game. get right game. Because okay, they both okay. suck, but they're going to win the game. That's my prediction. Not an exciting <laughs> game, though. Maybe, you know, maybe I should. Maybe you should watch it more to make it exciting. But it doesn't look like a very exciting game. But the next game is very exciting. My New York Jets at the Green Bay Packers. Packers minus seven and a half. Ooh, it went up a half. Two scores, baby, or a two-point conversion. <laughs> yeah, I love I love watching these Jets. Uh, they're fun. Uh, Zach Wilson, even though I know he's not perfect, I, I feel like he's already better than he was last year. And I, I mean, I love the backfield and you know the, the receivers. I, I like the energy. No, no, no. Hey. Packers are pooping it, scooping it, and they just aren't. This could be what you could say, though, a get right game for the Packers. <gasps> but you know what? Not this week, baby. Yes. I'm taking the Jets plus seven and a half. Yeah. And I'll probably regret it. Well, yes. no, I won't. I took the Back Packers against my better judgment last week. And I don't I don't think the, the Packers might win this game, but I don't think they can score enough to beat them by eight points. Or seven and a half. Mm, so okay. I, I, and I obviously hope the Jets win because I never want the pack to win. So I am also going Jets. And Brett says Jets are playing well and Packers aren't. He takes the Jets. <laughs> okay. Now. Oh, this is Axel. I know what you're doing. <laughs> Axel, I know what you're doing, Axel. Now, I love the Jets and I think the Jets are going to win this game. Oh, I didn't think you were going that way. <laughs> I thought you were going to pump us up to take the Jets, yes. and then you're going to take the Packers. The Jets are going to win this game. Yeah. I think that uh, the Packers are just uh, kerfluffled. They're just, you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't know what to, how to manifest the ball to the receiver. You know, the, <laughs> the defense isn't coming together. They're not scary. They don't have any. They don't have that spark we were talking about. I think the Jets are actually going to win this game. That's how I feel. Nice. It's going to be. Close, I just. I am not. But they're going to win. Yeah, I'm not. The Packers. You. I can't lay more than six points in a Packer game. Yeah. The way they're playing, I can't do it. I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have losers last week, the Buccaneersies at what some people are considering to be the worst team in the NFL, the Steelers. Steelers. Plus eight in Three Rivers Stadium. <laughs> Three Rivers. I don't know. Maybe, uh, uh, not, maybe it's not Heinz. Heinz Field, oh. yeah. It's not even Heinz anymore. It's like Quest Memorial Stadium oh. or whatever it is now. Um, so TB12, Giselle, mm. Antonio Brown, mm. the drama. Mm. Bucks are a much better team than the Steelers. They are on the road, but I, and I think with the whole roughing the passer thing and that whole business, um, the non roughing the passer and he got the call. I think Brady is going to want to go in there and just do a number on the Steelers. And I think playoff Lenny Leonard Fournette has a big game and Chris Godwin comes back. I think the bucks will cover 
but I do, I do like me. I love Kenny Pickett. I just love the kid. And there's danger of a backdoor cover here, but I think the Bucks will cover this week. Well, I uh, the Steelers couldn't cover 14 last week, and they're not covering eight this week. <laughs> <laughs> Brett's uh, picks. What's Brett say? Let's see. What does Brett Party say? Time. Too Back many so points. Long. Tampa's overrated. Pickett's back home. We'll keep it close. He takes He's points. back. Oh, yep. He was also back home against the Jets and lost. And I misspoke. <laughs> I was thinking of the week before. The Bucks beat the Falcons. Um, oh, yeah. Week. They did win. They yeah. didn't cover, though. They didn't yep, cover. They did not cover. But they beat the Falcons. Like, um, correct. Yeah. Shit. You know what? Brett can't. Brett, Brett can't. He can't pass up the points. He he went a couple of picks. He can't pass up the points. Oh, no, he went with there, the Jets, right? There was, yeah, a, great, he uh, there was a great stat <laughs> I heard today on uh, Locked On NFL. Matt Williamson said something like, every there were like a hundred and something instances of a quarterback throwing over 50 times in a game. And like 96% of the time it was not a good thing for the quarterback but in the case of Tom Brady he's the like exception to the rule i think that they're kind of finding they they i think they're going to find themselves more the bucks so i think that they're going to cover i think they're going to beat the steelers I'm by with more than eight points i'm with you um next up we have ooh what a fun game the Baltimore, remember the wire was set in Baltimore. The Baltimore yeah, Ravens, right. from there. MetLife's JetLife Stadium playing the Giants. The Giants plus five and a half. So it means the Ravens are minus five and a half because they're the favorite. Okay. Um, Ravens are going to be too much for the Giants, but I don't like the Ravens' freaking stinking. The uh, defense. So what I'm going to do is I'm picking the Ravens to cover, baby. Lamar is going to go do Lamar things. Oh, and everyone's this, silent because of one, my amazing. This one is tough. I I've been thinking about this one all day, but I think this is the week the Giants finally really get exposed. I think the Ravens beat them bad. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, what? <laughs> Yeah, be the I'm man. They, 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 <laughs> they, they cover. Um, I guess I don't have much to add about it. I just I don't like the Giants that much, and whatever. Brett's pick. groundbreaking, groundbreaking, yeah. groundbreaking analysis yep, by I, all of us. Um, well, here's some. Here's Plus some the coming back from London. The coming back from London. Yeah, you know, they could be a little. You know, well, give me, give me a Britishism. Uh, uh, I don't. No one's got nothing. No. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. All right. So, yeah. Okay. Brett, <laughs> I trust the Giants more than the Ravens, and they're getting home, or they're home getting points. So, Brett takes the Giants. Yeah. Me and Brett are just going to not, we have different <laughs> philosophies, me and Brett. But he's going against the, going with the odds because a lot of underdogs are, are covering. So, mm hmm. You know, I just feel we're at the time of the year where the pack's going to get separated some. But okay, good pick, Brett. Uh, Axel. Well, folks, 
I'm going with the Ravens. I do not think the Giants are as good as their record, and I think that the Ravens are rolling, rolling, rolling Ravens. So I'm picking the Ravens to win by more than five and a half points. This this is amazing analysis, I tell you. We are on it. Cutting edge. Next up, the 49ers, Jimmy G at Marcus Mariota and Brett's team, the Atlanta Falcons, 49ers minus five and a half. So low. Vegas stone. You know, I like this Atlanta team. I, I know they're not perfect. I mean, Patterson's out. I don't know if Pitts is still out this week. They played the Bucks. Um, they, they did. They almost came back. And, and, you know, they got some heart. And, you know, when I find out friends of ours are fans, mm-hmm. if they're not Eagles fans yep. or, yep. you know, I start to, like, root a little bit. And, you know, Bubba and Brett are big Falcons fans. Um, but um, having said that, I'm still taking the Niners to cover. I just think they're the better team. And until – they show me otherwise that defense is going to be too much for Atlanta. Yeah, I really, I really want to take the Falcons here because I do like that team as well. But I just the, the Niners' defense has been so dominating. I just, I mean, they might win the game ten to nothing, but I, I think the Niners are still gonna, Niners are gonna cover this one too. I'm, a, I'm a Niners as well. Brett. As 10 a.m. Pacific time kickoff for the Niners, and Atlanta is 5-0 versus the spread. So he has taken his his boys, the Falcons. Good for you, Brett. Good for you, Gato. Listen, this is the Falcon season so far. They lost to the Saints by one point. They lost to the Rams by four points. They They beat the Seahawks by four points. They beat the Browns by three points. And they lost to the Buccaneers by six points and still played that game was a bit closer. I felt, and that's why good old Vegas made it what five and a half Mm -hmm. because they're, they're in that, that zone there of the close games. But I think, I think the Niners are gonna be a little too much though. Folo. I agree. I think that the 49ers defense is perhaps second only to the boys. Um, mm-hmm. maybe the best. And uh, I think Jimmy G will keep it rolling. Debo Debo's playing right. 49. Yeah, he is baby. Yep. Next yep. Debo, up, Debo, Debo could be a fun game. Could be a not fun game. That's analysis. <laughs> the Cincinnati Bengals at the Nolan saints. Bengals. Minus two. you say? All right. It's the return. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase returning to the bayou, baby. Saints are, they're just a a funny team. I just, it's tough to take Andy Dalton, uh, you know, with, you know, getting points, not getting points, just picking Andy Dalton. It's just tough to pick Andy Dalton. I'm sorry. (laughs) I can't do it. I love my Taysom Hill, my Olave. But I can't do the Andy Dalton thing. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. Um, so I'm taking the Bayou Brothers, the Bengals. 
Well, I am going to, I'm just going to refer to Brett's comments for this because it's, it's exactly what I want to say. Saints suck. We both take the Bengals. All right. Oh, wow. Um, Sexually harassed commander. Uh, I think this is a get right game for the Bengals. I think that the Saints are getting it done. I don't know. I think that Kamara and Taysom Hill, I don't know. I think that the Bengals can wake up and at least, uh, you know, put a little stranglehold on that shim shammy show. And I think the Bengals are going to win. Next you know what up, Axel did? What's that? You just did a wake me up before you go, go. <laughs> it felt like a little wham. Shim shammy show. That's what shim sham. Wake me up. Shim sham. Okay. Next shim-sham. up. Oh. The soon to be Super Bowl champion, Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> At the Tuolus, Skyler Thompson-led Dolphins, Vikings minus three and a half. Okay. Got an interesting thing for you guys to ponder with this game. Everyone, you know, was bashing Tua. Oh, he doesn't have the arm. He can't, he can't do it in the NFL. They go three and all with him. Uh, pretty good. And now, you know, you put in Teddy Two Gloves, Skylar Thompson. They don't seem like the same team at all uh, for when Tua was in there. And the magic. Uh, I agree they, with you. They did. Uh, it, something's up. So I, yeah. I'm thinking, you know, the Tua magic might be a little real when, I don't know, when a quarterback's a winner in college and he goes to the NFL and has the potential to be. I, I just think that's an X factor that people don't talk about enough. Uh, having said that, he is not playing in this game, I don't think. So it means absolutely <laughs> nothing in my analysis. Um, I think the Vikings are going to win the game, but I'm. will they cover? I'm having a tough time taking Ando's Vikings covering a game. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to take the points this week, gentlemen, the Dolphins and the points, even though Minnesota should win by at least 12, I think. I just I got one of those. No, you know I'm reversing. I'm taking the Vikings. Whoa, Never mind. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy crap! That was that exciting. was a plot twist. That was exciting. We what had to have a little plot up? twist on the pod. Well, I'm still sticking with my Vikings. I mean, the Dolphins, no Tua, no Teddy. I, uh, I I think the Vikings win this. I think they cover. Okay. And uh, Brett's uh, pick. Brett pick. Oh. Brett says, I've gone back and forth on this one, but I hear Heath's voice in my head to take the favorite. <laughs> Give me the quarterback edge and the Vikings. Oh, Brett, you're gold, man. <laughs> Stay gold, pony boy. I, that was great. Even though I think this game is going to be close because I think that the Dolphins' defense is better than what was displayed with the Jets and 21 points in the fourth quarter last week, um, yeah. I'm taking the Vikings. Yeah, I feel like it could be a field goal game, but I'm not willing to risk it with my pick. You know what I mean? Yep. Like yep. I could Star see it in Miami. Close. Yeah, I could see it coming down to a field goal. But, you know, the Vikings got to have no, one of those right crisp about games. That. You're right about that, Solo. Well, no, and, no. and and I forgot to tell you, I'm sorry. 
Ravens Giants is a rematch of Super Bowl. I forget the number when they played in two two thousand. Oh, and I the Ravens love, beat the Giants. That was the best year when they called it. Forget the number Super Bowl. <laughs> that was the uh-huh. best. Yeah. They're like fucking throwing out these Roman numerals. We're throwing out these Roman numerals, and then. <laughs> Super Bowl Eight rematch, Vikings Dolphins, baby. Yeah. Ando, you remember that Super Bowl oh, well, don't you? Of course, course. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know the Vikings lost. <laughs> That's right, they did. Like they always Fran do. Tarkington. Yeah, four. Was it four Super Bowls you guys have lost? Yeah. Yep, zero and four. Us and the Bills. The guy from Little House on the Prairie was on that team. Oh, Merlin Olson. No, yeah. was he? I think so. But he, he's was he? Oh yeah, Father Murphy. Yep. Um, next up, we've got the revenge game because that's his life. Bill Belichick and the Patriots at the Brownies. Browns minus two and a half. Hmm. DJ Zippy, huh? Zippy, Brady Zappy. Browns are in every game. Revenge game. Browns fired Belichick back in the day. They used to call him Bella Choke. Mm. <laughs> call back. Hmm. Patriots had a Can big DJ's game last week against the hapless Lions. 29. They nothing. did. And the Browns should have beaten them charges. But uh, gosh, I do like the Pats defense. But Mondre. I think we're all confused. And I think the Browns are ah, good, 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 good. I'm taking the Browns in the points, guys. Wow. Okay. Ando and Brett. That's my upset special. Well, just like I've said the last couple weeks, I have a rule. And even though he's on my fantasy football team, if Jacoby Brissett is the quarterback, I'm not taking (laughs) your team. So the Patriots will win on the road. And for Brett, he says, Belichick, Belichick gets his team focused for road games and refer to Andy's rule on Jacoby Brissett. He takes the <laughs> Patriots oh, nice. as well. Brett is, you know what? Brett's firing on all cylinders. <laughs> Brett's got the quips. <laughs> want to take the Patriots. Can I change? Can I change? Oh, so no, you know, I'll go change. with what I did. No, no, no. I No more plot twists. I only get one a week. Okay. Um... <laughs> I am taking the Brownies. Listen, they got some running backs on that team, the Browns. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Do. Chubb, I think Nick Chubb. Chubb. Ooh, Chubb's God. awesome. That game with the uh, with the Chargers, that was like Eckler. and There was just people were running, and Chubb is just a fucking, he just gets rolling. But you know what else they this got? This is a Brissett revenge game. Mm. I was going to say, they've also got Brissett at quarterback. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, he balances out Chubb. But I think the Patriots can stifle that. Def- good defense. Bill Belichick. I think they're going to roll, and I think I'm taking the Pats, baby. Next rolling, up, rolling. the Jaguars at the Frank Reich, maybe not so long to be led, Colts. <laughs> Colts minus two. Ooh, minus two. It's under three, which means because <laughs> they're home, they're favoring the Jags a little bit. Jags have looked terrible. They lost to the Texans at home. That's mm. awful. I know. It's sad. Trevor Lawrence, I don't know. 
we all were touting the Jags, you know, going into Philly. They're up 14 nothing, And since then, they've been garbage. I don't think they're going to touch down. seven in that game. And the Colts aren't very good either. Uh, they went into Denver. They've had the extra rest. So I'm going to a bad game. That Denver game was. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, God. That was. Oh, it's okay. No, no. We we rightfully skipped over that field goal fiesta. Oh, yeah. No, we didn't need to talk about that. And I I just brought it up. And and I'm having cold sweats. (laughs) It's so terrible the way the Broncos are on. The, all the primetime games. It's like five. How many this season oh, yeah. are they going to? It's like already it's, it's four ridiculous. or something. It's it's like yeah, five. It's and, ridiculous. Somebody loves and, Russell Wilson. Yeah. And they're on the national this week again, too. I know. It's terrible. Oh, brother. It's awful. They, um, I, I went big on the under in that game, and I'm so happy. I didn't even watch the game. I'll be honest. I didn't, didn't watch it. I watched because it. Because I didn't need, I didn't need game. to. I didn't need to. So who are you picking so uh, I don't. I don't remember. I got interrupted. I don't even know what game I'm. Yeah, talking I, I about. stepped on you a little bit there. That was my bad. Jaguars right. at Colts. Colts minus. Uh, I'm taking two. the. I'm. I'm taking the Colts minus two. Okay, Ando Brett. Oh God, this is another kind of like the Commanders and Bears. I don't want to pick either one of these teams, but I. I think. I got a feeling Lawrence is going to have a little bounce back. I mean, he's still young enough, and those young players usually have a couple games here and there where they light it up and show their potential. I think the Jags are going to win this one. Brett Brett's says, pitch. I love Matt Ryan, but the Colts have done nothing this year to inspire me to pick them. Jags are better. But are they? I know. This is <laughs> such a this is a game of terrible teams, and I honestly feel like it's a flip of a coin, and the two points isn't doing anything for me. And I'm gonna I'm just gonna go with I'm just going to go with the Jags because I want them to win, and it's a stupid reason. I don't. I have no idea. This. I no, really this is haven't. around the couch. We don't yeah. claim to be experts. No, I'm not. An we expert. just claim to have fun. I we just claim to have television. fun on the couch. Uh, well, you know what? <laughs> We're not going to have any fun watching the next game, because. But maybe with the new coach rule, it could be fun. Uh, it is the Carolina Panthers at. The Los Angeles Rams. Rams minus 10. Oh, a dime. Man. Mm, dropping dimes. That's a lot. Carolina, Carolina's going to have P.J. Walker as the quarterback. No Baker Mayfield out two to six weeks. Sam Donald's not ready to go. McCaffrey isn't McCaffrey. Aaron Donald's going to assault the Panthers are going to cause turnovers. Jalen Ramsey's going to have a pick six. Cooper Cup's going to have two touchdowns. I'm taking the Rams, baby. They need it. And Carolina's no good. Oh, man. This one, I don't. Oh, that 10 points is a lot. I just like. But I care. You're right. Carolina's bad. They're so just bad. Just think. Say, okay, 10 points a lot. Carolina's up 10 0. Rams score in their first drive. It's ten seven. Next, you know, it's not that much. Yeah, it's I. <laughs> I God, I got, you know, I gotta, I gotta take the Rams. The Rams still have got Stafford. They still got Cup. They still got defensive players that can play. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna ride the Rams one more week. If they let me down this week, I may have a different thought about them next week. But 
Yeah, uh, if they don't cover against Carolina this week, um, I, I might be jumping off some sort of bandwagon as well. Brett says the Rams are getting a point bump for being Super Bowl champs and being at home, neither of which matter for this game since they have no home field advantage. Other than last week, the Panthers have kept games close and will play hard for their interim. That takes the points. I love how he says we'll play hard for the interim, not even. Brett, yeah. could you have named the guy at least? <laughs> wow, this is tough for me. I like what Solo said. I like what Brett said. But I'm but feeling. What does Axel say? What Axel's saying is GRG. Get right, game for the Rams. Oh, get right, game. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> get right, game. Get right, game. The first get, get right, right game, game for the Rams. The second get right game. I think Bengals that they're gonna they're gonna win this game by like seventeen points. Cardinals at Seahawks. Cardinals minus two and a half. Ah, uh, I hate the Cardinals. I'm going with Gino, Gino. DK, Gino. Rashard Penny's out for the year. Yeah, uh, no, Kenneth Walker is going to have a big game. He was good. Uh, I like some Kenneth Walker, Michigan State, little DJ Dallas out of uh, the U. Uh, Seattle's off. Uh, defense is awful. Terrible. It's, <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Which is why I should take the Cardinals. But you know, what? I'm going to take a couple points here and go for Gino. All right, Ando. I'm I'm gonna do bad this week. I feel and I'm bending <laughs> the knee this week. <laughs> I'm also taking the Seahawks. I like their offense. I mean, they're they're coming around. Arizona, even though they had a close game this last week and probably should have, well, maybe could have won that thing. I they're they're in so much disarray. I just I don't I don't think they can put together two games, two quality played games in a row. Just don't I don't see it happening. So I've, I'm taking the Seahawks, and in a surprise. Brett says the Cardinals are underrated and are a better team. Brett takes the Cardinals. You know what, guys? This is Brett's get right week. Yeah. We'll <laughs> I see. feel it. Well, he did ha- he did win the first week of this. He so. did. I know he did great. <laughs> He's going to be boomer bust, I think, all season. Well, yeah. I am riding high on the Geno wave. I feel like I got punched in the jaw. And um, you. This is like the eighth jaw reference we're talking about. Gino. <laughs> poor guy. I am poor ready. guy. Uh, I'm only kidding because, quite honestly, I even tweeted out at Gino. I can't remember his Twitter handle. I was like, Gino, I'm glad to see you doing well, and a lot of other Jets fans feel the same way. And I'm going with the Seahawks because I don't think the I think the Cardinals are worse than they seem. That's what I think. Um, I do not think they're a good team. Next up, this is we get our two potential early playoff games. You know what? Let's do the last game first here. Okay. We talk about one. these two last. Good one. Because this game is Broncos at Chargers. Chargers That's a Monday night, right? Five. Yeah. Yep. Monday night. Again, fucking Russell Wilson and the hapless, boring ass Broncos at the sometimes exciting, but also maybe not that good. San, are they the are they in San Diego, L.A.? No, no they're in L.A. Baby. L.A. Chargers minus San, five. You, you almost said San Diego. San Char- Diego Super Chargers. San okay. Diego. I was thinking about this today for tonight's pod. I'm like, you know, this is the one where Russell Wilson unleashes it all, and Denver <laughs> becomes the, the darling. Beast. And I said, 
And I, and then, you know what I said? I said, no effing way. <laughs> um, I'm going with my boy, Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler. I think the chargers, they're not going to allow their coach to make bad decisions because they're going to give it to the Broncos Monday night in LA, even though there's probably be a hundred thousand Broncos fans there. It won't matter. Russell Wilson is until he shows us something, Russell and hustle and bustle is got some torn things and he's just not the same quarterback no. and uh charges are covering baby on monday night well i said it last week i said i think russell wilson is done and he hasn't said anything to change my mind i think char- <laughs> the chargers still have got a, a, a decent they've still got a great quarterback they, they still got enough weapons there i think the chargers are going to win this one because i i have zero faith in the, in the broncos at this point so win and cover because you keep saying winning, but you mean cover oh, too? Yeah, and cover, right? cover okay, and win. Okay, yep. okay. I, I mean, no, I know, uh, yeah. I know, I know. I just wasn't Sorry. sure because yeah, you I could s- have a loophole and go, guys, I told them they're going to win. I didn't say they were going to cover. <laughs> I should say, when I say it, I always mean they're going to, whoever I say win, I, 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 I take the I'm cover. Just, you know what I'm saying. You're my boy. I'm just, I'm just, we're just around the couch and, you know, <laughs> around the couch. Brett has, what do you say, Brett? Oh, yeah, Brett. Brett, Brett says, it's the trust factor again. I like the Chargers and I do not like the Broncos. Short and sweet. Brett takes the Chargers. Okay. I, I, I'm with them. When we go to Brett's pick, should we say, like, let's check the recliner for Brett's pick? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, because we, we have the because the love seat is where the college, me and yeah. Andrew are on the, yeah. the, the yeah, couch is everybody. And then the recliner is Brett's picks. Like, Brett you can't really see him. He's in, like, the right, like, in our living room or our, our man cave. He's all the way there. Yep. Some shadows. We don't really know if he's yeah. there. The but he's still making his picks. Like glistening. Yeah, BTK and us. I think we maybe have Axel is going to be relaxing in the hammock too. That we're having indoor hammock. I oh, think. I might, I might oh. have my ass might be a little bit too big for that hammock, but <laughs> we'll see. I'm going to fall. I'm going to twist it around like some Scooby Doo. How about shit. a bean bag? A bean bag chair then? How's that? Ooh, oh, I like ooh, that. That's, I that's like good. those. I like that those. is good. That is good. All then right. I can keep things on the floor, grab them easy, get a little drink. <laughs> um, I think that this is going to be a big game for the Chargers <laughs> to get it together and toss the ball around because I don't like the Broncos. So I think they're going to win by 10. Now let's go to our big games here. These are two Ooh. fun games. Great, oh, great oh, games. Oh. And these are not on at the same time. Thank you, NFL. The, right. the Bills game, I think, is the late game, uh, a, a later in the in the four o'clock slash one. Yeah, the one twenty five yes. slash four twenty five. And then yeah. the Cowboys late, Eagles late are Sunday night, right? Yep, yep. five twenty, eight twenty. So Bills at Chiefs, Bills minus two and a half. What a game! Wow, so remember last year. Yeah, last mm-hmm. year's I mean, last year's playoff game goes. I mean, I feel bad for our boy Kellum. Uh, that loss was tough. I thought the Bills had it. I actually had to listen to it on the radio uh, like Ando does during harvest season. Um, mm-hmm. And it was exciting then. And then when I watched the game, when I got home, it was like, oh, man, it was so exciting. Uh, honestly, guys, I am very excited for this game. I'm, this is the one time I'm glad there's not many late games in that slot. Yep. I really just want to watch this game like a playoff game. Um, you got two teams probably. They, they're probably going to meet again in the playoffs at some point, uh, you would think. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm feeling, even though I said, you know, the Bills, they crushed the Steelers and everyone was like, oh, Bills, you know, they're, they're, they're amazing. And it's like they are. But 
they'd be the Steelers. But this is the week that everyone gets on the Bills because the Bills, the Bills are going to beat the Chiefs this week, and I guarantee mm-hmm. it, Kellum. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. I think the Bills are going to. They're going to avenge that loss from last year. I th- I still think the Bills are by far the class of the league, even though they've had some hiccups. I think they're going to win. I think it's. I don't think it's going to be. Well, I should, it's still going to be close, but I think the Bills are going to handle them pretty, pretty soundly. They're just they until they prove me wrong. I'm riding the Bills. And go, let's go to the recliner, Brett. What do you think, buddy? Two strong teams, but the Bills are not quite as dominant on the road. So give me the home team getting the points. Chiefs. Four Ooh, recliner. He's yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is a tough one, as they all are. Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills, Patrick Mahomey led Kansas City Chiefs. I just I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> One part of me thinks the Chiefs kind of holding it together with a little glue and tape where the Bills are just charging forward and cementing their awesomeness. So I've just convinced myself that Solo is right. And the Bills will be triumphant. But goddamn, Mahomey, he's amazing. On to the next game. Solos Cowboys. Wow. At the 5 and 0 Eagles. I'm going to go last on this one, gents. Okay. Cuz I may I I may go on a little soliloquy. Okay. Oh, lordy, lordy. Okay. I cannot wait. Eagles minus 6 and a half. Oh, it's gone up. Is it still at 6 and a half? As I thought, of, did it open at five and a half? As of nine o'clock tonight, when I oh. checked, I'll double check it right now. But I'm—that's what it was when I looked wow. at. It. Wow. Okay, that's a lot of points. Mm. Does Vegas know something we don't? Well, they had the Rams oh. favored by five and a half against the Cowboys. Seven twenty, Dallas Cowboys, Philadelphia Eagles, Eagles minus six point five on DraftKings right now. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's kicking off with Brett at the recliner. Oh, sorry, Axel. No, I'm sorry. You want Brett? I, I saw the mustache. The it, it distracted me. <laughs> Philadelphia is probably the best team in the NFC, but not head and shoulders ahead of Dallas. Too many points. Brett takes Dallas. I I am pretty sure last week or the week before said I was going to ride Philly on as long as as long, until they proved me wrong, and. Even ride, though, Captain, ride upon your mystery shit. Even though they didn't prove me wrong last week, the Cowboys showed me something. And I think their defense is going to dominate. Maybe it was just me listening to the hometown announcers last week, but <laughs> the Cowboys are going to win this game. I think it's going to be the, the blemish on the Eagles' schedule that everybody says is easy, which it is. But I think this is going to be a hiccup for the Eagles. Cowboys take it. All right, well, man, Philly is crazy, and those fans are going to be crazy. And Dak, is Dak coming back? Is this still a question, or what's up? No? He threw this week, but everything is saying that 
they're preparing as Cooper Rush is going. I don't. Dak doesn't come back. I think the earliest Dak could come back would be against uh, the Lions the following week. But honestly, I would rather them just keep him out after the bye, and when we go play Minnesota and Green Bay, have him ready for those tough ones. But so I don't think he's playing this week. Well. I hate to tell you this solo, but I'm picking the Eagles here. That's okay, man. I, I, I think that the Eagles are gelling. I think that the defense is going to be able to keep the Cowboys and even my ginger partner, <laughs> Cooper Rush, down. <laughs> I think the Eagles are going to uh, I think this is going to be a disappointing game for the Cowboys. I, I'm sorry to say. I think it's going to be a whooping. I think they're going to get beat by 14 to 17 points. And the Eagles wow. are going to ride high. And Sanders is going to have like 100-something yards rushing. I think Hertz is going to go off. I think he's going to run around. I think the Cowboys are just going to look hapless and it's going to be a, a, a rough game, a rough game for the Cowboys. This is why I go last, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, you know, it's tough, as you guys know, pick when you when you have to pick your team uh, against the spread for picks. You know, it's like, do you pick with your mind? Do you pick with your heart? Do you, do you anticipate what should happen? Do you just go from last week and be like, oh, the Eagles played a tough game on the road at Arizona? Were they looking ahead to the Cowboys game? You know, the Cowboys go to the Rams. That's a big emotional game. They'll be up for the, the game. But is this the week the, the wheels fall off of Cooper Rush? Um, do, does he throw three picks and they get down early? And I've been thinking about this. I used to, when I was, lived in Pennsylvania, uh, I used to, my dad used to take me to the vet in Philly and we used to go see the Cowboys Eagles game. We went three years in a row. Uh, one time we went on Monday night, undefeated Eagles versus undefeated Cowboys in 92 and the Eagles and Herschel Walker demolished them. It was awful. Then um, actually the year before that uh, was when Steve Berline won and the Cowboys got in the playoffs. They beat Philly at the vet. It was great. The Cowboys finally made the playoffs for the first time since the Ram- Actually, I forgot a Rams loss in 1985. The Cowboys won the NFC East, lost 20 to nothing again to the Rams and Eric Dickerson. So that was two uh, losses there. So a lot of PTSD with the Rams thing. Uh, I Jalen Hurts last year, the Cowboys beat the Eagles twice, and they've owned the Eagles the last several years post Donovan Mc- McNabb era. And I don't think Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts is going to be seeing ghosts from the Dallas defense this week. But then I go Cooper Rush. Can he keep it up? Can he keep this up? And then with the Eagles, <laughs> with the Eagles guys, the Eagles fans. I know. I know the Eagles fans very well. Crazy. I, I I sat in the sea of Eagle Green and disgust and smelly breath and beer and peanuts and sad horns and sad horns and sadness for years in the nineties. And I still, (laughs) I I wake up in the middle of the night and I smell that smell when it's Eagles Cowboys week, Angelo Cataldi is a local Eagles 
uh, announcer, not game announcer, but he does the, you know, the weekly show there and he's the biggest a-hole on the planet, but that whole week they get fired up and I loved hearing him. Like I hated him, but I loved hearing him diss the Cowboys. Like it was just, it was just part of the rivalry and everything. And it's really become the rivalry in the NFC East. I have faith. My Cowboys can come in there and win. Will they? I'll tell you in, a, in, in less than a minute. <laughs> I, uh, I'm on pins and needles here, Heath. <laughs> I have a feeling the Eagles, if they do the right game plan, you can run on this Cowboys defense. Um, you, but what, what game plan would they go with? They try to air it out to A.J. Brown and, and, and make a statement. Because the Cow- the Eagles are undefeated. And if they don't beat the Cowboys, these Eagles fans, they're like season's done. They could go on and win the Super Bowl, and they'll still be having PTSD, my word of the week, uh, from this game. Originally, I thought the Cowboys would go in and lose, and then they'll get Dak back, and they'll go beat them at home at the end of the year. But you know what, guys? I think pump the brakes, fool's gold, easy schedule. The Cowboys are going to go in there. Not only I'm taking the Cowboy and the points, they're going to win outright. Jalen Hurts may even get knocked out of the game, and Gardner Minshew is going to come in, and he's not going to know what to do with this defense. And Cooper Rush is going to have a game of his life, his best stat game, stat game of the year. And uh, the Cowboys, they're going to pick off Jalen Hurts a couple of times. And uh, watch out, Eagles, because this is, the Cowboys aren't even officially 100%, and we're still going to beat you in Philly. So take it to the bank. Yo, Solo and I had the exact opposite <laughs> predictions. He convinced me. I'm cha- no, I'm just kidding. I, no, no. <laughs> I want, but I'll tell you this, Solo. I hope you're right. I want the Cowboys to win. I just feel like. I watched that Eagles game. I just, I've been watching them. I think I've pretty much watched all their games through the whistle to whistle. And they're a good team, man. No, they are. No, you know, and I joke and I, you know, my love, actually, no love, my hate for Eagles fans and all that. Uh, It's all, you know, good. I have some very close friends of mine who are Eagles fans that I love to death. So it's not all, you know, you know, it's just, it's, it's sports hate. But I, I, it's the division. Eagles could easily, the Eagles could, they could demolish it. It could be one of those days and they just do it. They are, I think they are the better team, fit one to 53. Um, I just think there's a lot of pressure on the Eagles, guys, because if they don't beat the Cowboys at home with Cooper Rush, it, 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 it's, 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 it's going to be bad. Uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. And I, I, I hope it's a good game. And, Again, I feel like Cowboys are on hot with house money, playing with house money right now, because we should not be four and one without Dak, but we are. Well, and and uh, I'm I'm just looking at the schedules here too. The Cowboys have beaten the Rams, the Giants, the Bengals, which are yeah. not perfect teams, but they're not bad teams. The Eagles barely beat the Cardinals. They only beat Jacksonville. They beat Jacksonville by eight. They beat the Commanders. They beat Detroit by three. The Vikings game was, I would call that a good win, but the, the Eagles don't exactly have a that great of a resume so far. I, I, I think point, I like my Andal. Cowboys pick even more. Ah, whoa. Whoa. Oh, you changing sneeze. your pick? 
You're changing your pickaxe? Wait a second. That might have knocked that. Holy cow. Wait, hold on a second. Wait a second. I said I took the Cowboys, right? <laughs> Axel thinks it's 1993 right now. I got knocked out. My, uh, my, my, I almost said my husband. My son. <laughs> your, uh, your concussion uh, protocol. Always, uh, yeah, put you in podcast concussion protocol. I know. Well, he always complains. I sneeze very, I do. I sneeze very triumphantly because I was always told, my father always told me, don't hold back a sneeze. You don't want to like stifle a sneeze. You got to let it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I was always told like you get brain damage for not letting me sneeze. <laughs> yeah, well, you can mess up your uh, sinuses by doing that. People who do that's not yeah. good for you. Yep. All right. Yeah. What a day. What a podcast. Great games. I would have to say, if I'm looking forward, the games I'm most looking forward to, obviously Jets Packers because it's a Jets. But I am again looking forward to seeing the Seahawks because. Man, I'm loving what Geno's doing and Bills, Chiefs, Cowboys, Eagles. I wish the Monday night game was a different game, but it's good. at least it's the Chargers. Um, but it's going to be a fun week, guys. This was a great podcast. Soli, you have anything to say before we go? No, this is what it's all about, guys. And, you know, I've tried. I mean, I used to get, when the Cowboys lose, I used to get so ticked off for like two weeks. <laughs> I would be, I couldn't eat. You know, now... Then it came to like, I ah, give myself a couple hours and then not listen to Stephen A. Smith and then I'll feel better. Uh, it's tough because they've won four in a row. And so if they lose, like I enjoy listening to all the pods, thinking of next week, it's exciting. But, you know, it's part of it. But I really hate losing to the Eagles and it kills me when we, and it's been, I don't remember the last time we lost to the Eagles. It wasn't really a meaningful game if we did lose to them. Oh yeah, in 2020 when ha- half the team was on IR. But, eh. You know, I'm looking forward to it. This is what it's all about. And I'm excited. And uh, what a primer. I mean, my game, everyone's game is the Bills, Chiefs, but my game is the Eagles, Cowboys. But what a primer for me. Bill, you know, Packers, Jets, Bills, Chiefs, and then the night game. I'm I'm loving some Sunday. And we don't have to get up early for London games. I could sleep in. I'm loving it. Brian Cox. Those fry. You remember this commercial? Brian Cox doing the voiceover. It's like, uh-huh. order the fries. Those are your fries. All right, relax, Brian Cox. All right. <laughs> and with that, let's see what Andy has to say before we leave. You know, this is just another fun podcast. Just like the last couple, the uh, I'm more excited for the games now than I was before we started this pod two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, it's and there's some These some awesome games here. At least on, on paper, they look like there could be some. There's a few stinkers, but there's some really awesome games. Hopeful potential playoff previews. I'm excited. So yeah, yeah oh, it's fun as always. And how's our fantasy teams doing, guys? How are you guys doing fantasy? <sighs> yeah. I'm terrible, dude. I'm I'm winless, and I just I have four trades out. I'm trying to turn over my whole team like a garden just to try to get something to grow that ain't a weed, <laughs> baby. And I didn't get a trade offer. Mm. Solo, you, you're. I figured I'm always open to trade well for me to. Uh, no, I, I'm always open. I'm always open to see if okay. I can improve my well, team. I hit the like, bottom four teams. I and I didn't. I didn't go up above. Really, yeah. You're you're four and one, man. You're fucking awesome. 
Miami Vice, baby. My team, Miami Vice. You oh, know, I Crockett is. I should, maybe I should, I should send Ando a trade because he's. I was going to say, I'm one of the bottom four teams. I don't think I got any trade yeah, offers either. Great. I skipped over you. I <laughs> Well, didn't you, Ando, didn't this week, didn't you go up against one of the Adams or Kelsey's or something? Uh, I would, so, yeah, I think I, let me, I'm looking someone right big, Somebody, someone have a big good team, Andy, if you stick with this, you just I had think, some bad luck. Yeah. You, you just you had some bad luck. Yeah. Bad that. matchups. Yeah. It's like I be a dash and then he scores 180. This yeah. Well, like, you know, the week I played you, Heath, I lost by less than a point. I mean, that's so right. I, I'm, oh, I'm not giving up on my team yet. I, I like my team. It's just, I've had some tough, tough, a couple tough matchups. Yeah. Oh, now I get that six seed. Mentioning DeAndre Hopkins coming back, he's on your team, Andy. Yeah, yeah I said, Andy mentioned. I, I, I mentioned. Yeah. I've, I've got him on. You might have been PP. Yeah, you might have been in oh, PP mode. Oh, that could have been. Oh, not, I, yeah, I think I was going PP. But no, you know what? he wasn't. You but are I'm, cursed, I gotta though. Your team is cursed, though, Andy. Well, my team's always cursed. What reason is this? The you one you why. found. <laughs> you took Deshaun Watson. I know. I don't like. Yeah, it. I noticed that you have him on your roster. That's why you're cursed. Ando, cursed. I know. What are you doing? Bad, bad, bad. You know, I deserve to be scolded for this. Yes. I, 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 I totally agree. Um, but fantasy. Nobody wants to hear about your fantasy team, as they say. <laughs> uh, ah, why not? Minus. I'm. I'm just. I'm kind of. You know what, guys? I'm kind of sad about it. Actually, I'd, 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 I wouldn't mind talking a little fantasy, but. One thing we got to change in the league that we have is we've got to take away a bunch of the bench because there's that's, just nothing available. That's kind of what I was going to suggest. That's part of the reason well, why we I did that Watson. because of the COVID year, yeah, right? Is I that know. why? And yep. we just never took it away. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I think that should definitely have. That's part of the reason why I have Watson because there was no other. Well, there was nobody. But I do think. Yeah, sorry, Ando. Uh, but I do think, Axel, what we should do is if we do get away, say we get rid of two benches, we should add an IR because, I don't know, I think an IR would be great. I mean, now we have so many benches, we don't need it. But it's just food for thought. If I you think, can. You know, maybe we should have It depends yeah. if you can in the league, you know, because sometimes they, there's, they only let you create certain – yeah, the uh, oh, okay, right. One of the leagues I'm a commissioner in, we use NFL.com, and you you can put in an IR, but they actually have to be designated injured reserve to even put them on it. So there's yes. like no, you can, there's like nobody you can even put on there for the most. I mean, a few guys here and there, but well, like guys, I have like, Coral Patterson out, and I could yeah. I could put him on, but I have to keep him on my bench because it's not the because they change the IR because it's like four weeks versus oh, that's full right. year. Yeah, they change that, that. so I that's why Mitchell. the yep. Yeah, so I'm saying because we have so many bench slots, maybe that's why it may not have allowed an IR or we felt yeah. it was unnecessary. But it's just something for next year to we'll look, look into. into. Yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm sad. I know. I'm, I mean, I'm like 0-5 or whatever now. I'm just. I know. I'm, it's I'm tough. Terrible. It's it's, not my it's tough. Well, hey, I, but you know what? It, it is with the Jets. They're going to the Super Bowl. Yes. My problem is this is what I did this year. Instead of picking the players I thought I should pick, I picked play safe players. I have Tom Brady and Kirk Cousins as my quarterbacks. Yeah. That's not really safe, I guess. Well, what I what I perceived <laughs> as you know, I mean, No, I know story, what you mean. You know I what, what you I mean? mean? Like No, yeah. but in fantasy, Kirk Cousins is usually good. Right. Brady's been great. That's what he I'm was, saying. What a year. It, those you know you know what, Axel, those are safe picks. 
I don't know if you mentioned that, but (laughs) (laughs) no, I know what you mean. And like, cause I have a tendency to go after players. I want to root for. Yeah. That's and and, and that too. Cause I want to have a fun team and I try to balance it out now. Cause I think it was last year. I picked too many rookies and I picked the wrong. I mean, I had Trevor Lawrence as my second quarterback and that screwed me. And I, you know, me and I know me and a dash like the rookies. Um, but you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's in a lot of it too. If you look at points against, I mean, you could have, I mean, one year, I think one of my leagues last year, I was the highest scorer, but I had the most points scored against me. And that's the only reason I, you know, made the playoffs because I scored so much, but it's sometimes bad luck too, you know? Yeah. I just think I did not have a good, not a good draft. And then I haven't been able to pick anyone up of consequence at all. Yeah. yeah, well, there's there's nothing on the waiver wire. That's yeah. I think there's so many bench spots. It's hard to pick. Any. I mean, if you if you're if you have a good draft, you're in a good shape. But yeah, yeah it's that's hard. why I was excited because I felt like like my bench was good. I mean, I, I'm not you know, it's like sometimes you're not exploding with points, but like it's just like yeah, if you it really sets up if you have a good draft and you're really set, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, so it's you know something we can toy with. In the off season, right, Axel? Yeah, and we'll see. I'll talk to A. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll invite some guys on the couch and we'll we'll talk about it. I we'll like do that. a. We should do a fantasy uh, end of the year fantasy. Get a Huss on, and maybe should. a couple people and talk about yes. it. That would be fun. I like that would be good, fun. Good idea. Dig it. Let's do it. It's a date. I'll get. We'll have. We'll have to try to get a hustle to be like. Oh man, I don't know if I'm prepared, man. Plus, I'm half asleep. But um, <laughs> you can come on us. for 15 minutes, talk. Speaking and then we, of waking and then up, we bring someone up, I got to oh. wake up and get off this podcast now. I got to go. All right. Party. Okay. <laughs> Another one. EP number four. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Heath. Number nine. Thank Thanks you, Andy. <laughs> Thank you, Thank everyone, you. for listening. Y'all are great. This has been really fun to talk NFL. I love it. Peace out, everybody. Enjoy the weekend, everyone. Oh, I thought Andy was going to say something. No, I never <laughs> say anything. That's my thing. <laughs> That's his thing. You said something. We had a little pause for Ando. <laughs> <laughs>